The following is a production of the iSchool Sports Network. This broadcast is powered by the Knowles Group and fueled by Southern Union State Community College. of Woodland Bobcat football is on the air. Woodland Bobcats football live on iSchool Sports Network is presented by the Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, First Bank of Alabama, WM Grocery, 56 Vintage Market, Affordable Tires and Repair, Air Control, Benefil Funeral Home, Crouch Team Keller Williams Realty, Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic Clinic, First Bank, with branches in Roanoke, Wadley, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, ML Aubrey's, Meadows Farm Equipment, Randy's Paint and Body, Roanoke Ace Home Center, Robertson Air Repair, Southwire, the Old Station Etching and Engraving, the Town of Woodland, Trailers Retirement Community, Trailers Tax Service, Wellborn Cabinet, and by Young's Drug and General Store. Pre-game coverage begins with the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, followed by Bobcats Live on your home for Woodland Bobcats football. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. Welcome to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Johnson Ag Service, Trailers Tax Service, and Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic Clinic. Alongside the head coach of the Woodland Bobcats, Blair Armstrong, here's your host, Taylor Jones. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network. I'm your host, Taylor Jones. We've got a lot to get into this week as we recap last week's game against Horseshoe Bend, and we get you ready for the Class 1A playoffs between Woodland and Cedar Bluff. And to help us do that, we'll uh, be the head coach of the Woodland Bobcats, going to help us preview uh, this week's game and coach is always a pleasure chatting with you how are you doing this week doing great 
and Woodland last week. They closed the door on the 2021 regular season with a loss at home to Horseshoe Bend last Friday, 14-6. to And, Coach, it was a cold game. It was a rainy game. And it just seemed like no matter what you guys did, nothing really seemed to got going. We just uh, just couldn't get off the just couldn't get off the starting blocks. It seemed like we just we had some opportunities and just didn't take advantage of them. We uh, have have a good play and then and have a penalty. So you can't do that, uh, you know, against another good team. And uh, they're they're a lot like us. They run the football a lot. We have a lot in common as far as the way we do things. And uh, they they got a score early in the game that kind of we you know we just kind of weren't ready to go hard, I guess. And we finally started tightening up, and you know we only gave up the two touchdowns. But if you don't score but one, you're not going to win. And after a loss like that, as you said, just something that just never really seemed to get going. They you know hit you in the mouth early. Uh, how have the players responded to a loss like that? Well, we know we played well, just not well. That's not good enough to win. Uh, we played really well later in the game, and you know, pretty much held them off. We just didn't. Uh, we just couldn't make it happen on our end. We had a uh, miscue here and there, and that's like I tell them sometimes it's frustrating because, you know, you have to – all 11 people have to work in synchrony. You know, we're on defense. The, the defensive lineman can mess up and the linebacker make a great play and nobody really notices that. But in an offense, on the offensive side of the football, one little mistake and uh, it affects all the other 10 other guys because that one missed block or missed assignment makes a huge difference and it's hard to make you up for it. Yeah, in that game against Horseshoe Bend, the defense did uh, a couple of really good things. They recorded three turnovers, uh, two interceptions, and one fumble uh, recovery. One of those guys that had an interception last week was freshman Avery Porter. Uh, to go along with that interception, had the best game of his young career to this point. He had 11 total tackles and ended up leading the team. Uh, how much potential do you see in Avery as he's got you know three and a half more years left to go to be in a Bobcat well, uniform? As an eighth grader last year, he was probably the best blocker in our entire program. <laughs> he latches on and just doesn't let go, but he's not really a lineman. He's a skill guy. And uh, so this year we tried to work him more in that direction. And, of course, he's really good on defense as well. And that one pass that was deflected, he was just he was just an instantaneous reaction. He doesn't even think about it. He just does it. And that's that kind of uh, that kind of skill is, is uh, because he's been playing in the backyard or playing out with his buddies all these years. He's gotten really good at it on his own. You know, he reminds me a lot of what a young Brock probably looked like back in the day. Another player that had a pretty good game against Horseshoe Ben, a really a significant thing that happened was a big six foot eight Christian Beam, really in his first touchdown catch of his career. Uh, just how do you plan on utilizing Beam not only on offense but defense this uh, postseason? Well, he, uh, you know, Christian didn't play football uh, before last year, so he really didn't know much about football as far as playing it. And so uh, he's been kind of, and he's grown like six inches in the last year. I think he's like six, six now, six, seven, six, eight, something like that right now. Um, he is, he, you know, he's like a fawn. His body hadn't quite caught up with everything. So he's getting there. But I've been really, really impressed with, uh, he's stepped up in practice. He's making great catches in practice. He's, he's really made a great effort to get better. And he's working hard at it. He's going to, I mean, I think it was in the, I think it was that fall, the, the fall scrimmage when we when we played up there in Jacksonville State, and uh, he blocked the pass. You know, he's just so tall and got those long arms up there. He blocked the extra point the other day in practice. So uh, he's got a lot of potential in uh, on both sides of the football. 
This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network. This segment recapping last week's game against Horseshoe Bend. Coming up in the next segment, we'll talk about getting to the playoffs and preparing for this week's opponent, the Cedar Bluff Tigers. You're listening to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network. We're back after the 60-second timeout from Affordable Tires and Repair and Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic. As a resident of Randolph County, I want the best price and the best service all close to home. When I need new tires, an oil change, or even a new water pump, I take my vehicle to Affordable Tires and Repair in Woodland. Affordable Tires and Repair has the best prices on tires for all vehicles, even tractors. Is that check engine light on in your vehicle? We'll take it to Affordable for a quick diagnosis and repair. Visit Affordable Tires and Repair today and see why they will continue to get my business for years to come. Affordable Tires and Repair, 23667 Highway 48 in Woodland. Did you know that you can receive chiropractic care and massage therapy all close to home? You can, thanks to Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic Clinic. Dr. Law has strived to help patients live a productive and pain-free lifestyle through chiropractic care for over 20 years and has now teamed up with his wife, Amy, to offer massage therapy right here in Woodland. For an adjustment or a massage, call Woodland Chiropractic Clinic at 256-449-6444. Woodland Chiropractic Clinic, 76 County Road 64, Suite 4 in Woodland. Natural health through chiropractic care. Welcome back to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network. The Bobcats getting ready to take on the Tigers from Cedar Bluff in round one of the AHSAA Class 1A playoffs. That game uh, coming up on the top of the hour. And we'll just start back at the very beginning of this postseason, getting the playoffs for the second year in a row. It's the first time that Woodland's made the playoffs in two consecutive years since they made 11 straight appearances from 2004 to 2014. So just how refreshing is it to get to the playoffs for the second year in a row, Coach? Well, a goal as a team is to try to reach that point because anything can happen in the playoffs. It's all about matchups then. And a lot of times you're playing teams that you don't know. So I think that helps. I know it does with our team. We – we played, you know, the same teams year after year. You kind of – sometimes you have a mindset. Maybe it's a good mindset that you're confident, or maybe it's a mindset like, golly, we're going to get beat again, you know. So, But when you're playing somebody you don't really know a whole lot about, it, anything can happen. And, you know, last year we got to go two rounds, and, you know, we thought if we could get in the playoffs this year, we thought we might could go another round after that at least. And after that, you never know. It's according to who you match up with. And you talk about mindsets right there too. What's been the mindset of practice this week? Have you really noticed uh... – certain uh, level of importance in this game? Do they seem like they're having fun? They know the task at hand. Just what's the mindset of the players been at practice this week? Well, it's been very encouraging because we've had some really good practices, and I think sometimes you know, we came off a loss that we know we should have won. We've had several of those this year where we know when it's all said and done, we'll go back and look at the film. We're like, golly, look how close we were. We could have – you know, that one block or that missed tackle right there made all the difference in the game. So our guys have been – uh, having fun, uh, been running around, flying around, uh, you know, full speed, uh, a little goofing around, but that's kind of that's kind of fun too. Sometimes we do as coaches, but it's been a real light practice as far as the, you know, there's not a cloud hanging over. They're really excited about playing. I think I think we're in for. Uh, I think we have a good game. This is the Coach Player Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network. And, Coach, I can't remember which week it was that we talked about this, but I know we talked about this uh, earlier in the season. I think it was around uh, the midway point in the year where you just have to pull the guys aside, especially in film, and say, hey, you can do this thing. You you know don't have confidence after a loss or 
you know, you feel like you can't do it, but there's the film right there that says, hey, you guys can do this. You guys are incredible. Woodland has proven every game this year that, hey, they've got the talent. The game plan has been there. They just need the confidence. So what have you and the coaches been doing this week to try to boost them up ahead of a pretty important game against Cedar Bluff? Well, when we have a game plan that, that you know, we've worked a lot, of, spent a lot of time on all the coaches in all the different positions, and we feel real good about the game plan. Uh, we've had some We've had issues. It seemed like every week, if it wasn't COVID, it was somebody else with an injury. And we've had one this week that's been in the hospital two or three days and having some lung issues. Uh, it's just a, the frustrating part about it is you're having to you know, be switching parts a lot. It's, uh, the good thing about it is we have a lot of young guys that have been getting a lot of reps in practice. So Avery being one of them and David being one of them and Christopher Butler being one of them, they're, they're freshmen getting a lot of reps because of having to fill in for some people that have been out. So it's a, it's a negative sometimes because the older guys are missing, but it's a good thing we have some of our young guys getting some serious reps that, uh, and they, you know, they stood their ground pretty good in there with varsity players. And we talked a little bit about uh, offensively right there what uh, the Bobcats need to do. Defensively, the Bobcat defense has been really good, and I know a lot of people from the outside are going to say, oh, well, they're 3-7, and seven. their defense can't really be that good. But when you look at what they've done – uh, they've recorded at least one fumble recovery in nine of the ten games played this year, and the only game they didn't recover a fumble was against Victory Christian, and Victory Christian didn't turn the ball over either. Uh, they have 64 tackles for loss this year. They've got uh, three interceptions in the last two games. Uh, so this defense is pretty stacked when you think about it. Uh, how much are you going to rely on them this week and into the playoffs? Well, our goals, uh, we have goals for each week, and one of them is to hold our opponent to under 300 yards total offense, which is in this day and time with all the fast, explosive, you know, running offenses, it, it's really easy to get 300 yards. We had over 600 yards in one of our games on offense. And so it, it doesn't, uh, you know, stopping them for under 300 is a pretty big deal, and we've done that like four weeks in a row. So I was looking at the stats yesterday working on some things. And, and defensively, we're, we're really stout. We've had a – Last year, I don't think we gave up a single long touchdown pass. This year, we've had a lot of young guys in there. We've had some older guys that were out. We have one that was injured. We've just had a lot of issues that's hurt us on the back end, and that's you know that that can really make a difference in a ball game when somebody can just th- throw two or three straight down the field and get one of them to connect, and all of a sudden it's six points. So, you know, we really worked hard on trying to prevent that from happening by making some adjustments in our secondary and our coverages and putting some different rushes up front and, you know, sending linebackers and trying to mix it up a little bit. So we've, you know, we've had to adjust on the way, but, uh, you know, we've had a lot of success defensively. Offensively, we're like one, it's worth like one step away from being really uh, successful. It's frustrating because we know that we could be better than what we're playing, but it just hadn't seemed to, just hadn't seemed to click yet. So I'm hoping this is that Friday night when all this pent up emotion and frustration about not being where we want to be, Maybe we can start this roll going now and get run up that hill. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network. When we come back, a few more tidbits from the Cedar Bluff game that we'll discuss. You're listening to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network. This break is brought to you by Johnson Ag Service and Trailers Tax Service. 
Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Big thanks to our sponsors, Johnson Ag Service, Trailers Tax Service, Affordable Tires and Repair, and Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic for being great sponsors of the Coach Blair Armstrong Show and Woodland Bobcat Football and iSchool Sports Network all season long. They are worthy of your support because they support the Bobcats. And just looking over the film from Cedar Bluff this week, it seems like they like to throw the ball a lot, but they also have a quarterback that's pretty mobile as well. That's definitely not something we haven't seen this year. Uh, Got a pretty tough uh, defense there as well, Uh, the region champs from Region 7. Uh, Just looking at film this week, what can we expect to see from the Tigers from Cedar Bluff? They're pretty balanced. Uh, Like you said, they have uh, the ability to throw it all over the place. And the quarterback, he's pretty good size and he's mobile and uh, very effective. He's – he can pull it down real quick and get up the field on you, and he's really good at that. So we'll, we'll have our hands full keeping him rounded up, but our, our guys up front have been doing a pretty good job of that all year long. So the biggest thing is his coverage on the back end, and we've done a couple things back there to short up, and we finally got uh, one of our DBs back that had been hurt and out for most of the year, so that'll help. Uh, Mitchell uh, has really been coming on and, and doing some great things out there. He gets, gets at least one or two interceptions every day in practice, which is, which is huge to, you know, when you start – learning how to hawk that ball down, it makes a big difference. So, and our young guys are coming around as well. So I, I feel like that we're, uh, we're a lot stronger uh, defensively than we have been as far as a unit. We've got a good depth up front. Coach Burge substitutes our D-line in and out, and we keep those guys fresh. And that's been a huge uh, help for us this year as well. So on your side, what will it take for the Bobcats to get a win in round one? Well, we definitely don't need to have turnovers, and we need to keep getting those one or two or three turnovers each game like we've been doing and, and then capitalize on those turnovers when we get them, you know, make make a run and put it down the field and put it in the zone. And one final question, Coach. It's uh, not too far of a trip, just a couple of counties north of us, not as long of a trip as we had in round one last year at Waterloo. Uh, but just your message to the fans ahead of round one. Well, anytime you have – fans come in and support your team the noise and the, just the excitement makes such a difference and i've been so impressed ever since i've been in will and even the first year when we were just getting started and we all had a one and nine season we were late getting everything going and we still had good crowds of people supporting us and it's just it's fun to be in a away game and you look up there and you got just as many or more than the other team does that makes it such a big difference for our kids Coach Baker from Cedar Bluff talking with him earlier this week. He had a lot of kind things to say about Cedar Bluff as well. It's his first year at Cedar Bluff. So the only thing that I can expect 
uh, as far as the crowd goes. There's going to be a lot of people in Cedar Bluff. They're going to be really loud. It's going to be a fun playoff atmosphere, and I know your guys can't wait to be a part of that. Coach Armstrong, as always, a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, Woodland versus Cedar Bluff, uh, getting ready to kick off at the top of the hour. Uh, Woodland at Cedar Bluff. It is the third time in history that they've played, and Woodland leads the overall series 2 to nothing. the first time they've ever played in the postseason. Coach, as always, a pleasure chatting with you, and we hope to talk to you after the game. Thank you. The Coach Blair Armstrong Show is presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Johnson Ag Service, Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic Clinic, and Trailers Tax Service. Listen to this week's show or any past show on demand on SoundCloud. Just search the Coach Blair Armstrong Show. Pre-game coverage continues next with Bobcats Live on the iSchool Sports Network. It's time now for the Air Control, Dr. Don's Game Night Weather Forecast. Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. With the Air Control game night weather forecast, here's Dr. Dom. We open playoff season with a cool and partly cloudy night on the banks of Weiss Lake in Cedar Bluff, Alabama, as the Woodland Bobcats travel to take on the Cedar Bluff Tigers at Bruce Field. Partly cloudy with an overnight low of 42. Kickoff temperature 51, 49 at the half, and 48 to start the fourth quarter. Dew point 46, wind chill 47, relative humidity 82%. Wind out of the east at 5 with a 43% sky cover. There's your game night forecast for tonight's game between Woodland and Cedar Bluff from Dr. Don's Weather. Check us out online at drdonwx.com. Let's play ball! This is the iSchool Sports Network. It's time for Bobcats Live. We get you ready for kickoff with last week's highlights, starting lineups, and pregame analysis. Let's send it to the booth for Bobcats Live. Alongside Brett Waits and Terry Allen, here's Taylor Jones. A new page has turned, a new season has begun. As the old saying goes, legends are made in November. The Woodland Bobcats record isn't a thing of beauty to most folks on the outside, but that isn't indicative of what this team really is. Defensively, they have recovered a fumble in all but one game this season. Offensively, they have weapons to compete with anyone. In the postseason, anything can happen, and what you do in November is what matters most. For the Bobcats, it's a night to prove that they belong here. And what better way to do that than against the Region 7 champion Cedar Bluff Tigers on the shores of beautiful Lake Wise. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bobcats Live. We're getting you ready for tonight's game between the Woodland Bobcats and the Cedar Bluff Tigers, round one of the AHSAA playoffs. Alongside me is Brett Waits. I am Taylor Jones. Got a lot to get into tonight with Bobcats Live, including Brett Waits. Tell the tape something new that we're going to be doing in just a second. But before we go any further, here's some game day headlines. A losing battle. Woodland cannot close out the regular season finale, falling to Horseshoe Bend 14-6. 
There were bright spots in the win, however. The Bobcats recovered three turnovers, and Parker Woodham rushed for over 100 yards for the ninth time this season. However, the Bobcats could not take advantage of the general's mistakes falling at home. Turn the page. The Woodland Bobcats finished fourth in 1A Region 5, earning their second consecutive playoff bid. For Woodland, it's their 23rd playoff appearance all time and their 13th appearance since 2004. And time to make a Coosa River run. Woodland's first-round opponent is the Cedar Bluff Tigers, located in Cherokee County on the shores of Lake Wise in the Coosa River. It's the second time in as many years that Woodland has had to travel to a school that was located near a river in round one. Last season, Woodland traveled to the shores of the Tennessee River to face Waterloo in Lauderdale County and left with a 30-6 win. We've got much more Bobcats Live coming up, including Brett Waite's Tell of the Tape. That's coming up in just a few moments right here on iSchool Sports Network. WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. Welcome back to Bobcats Live. We are coming to you live from L.D. Bruce Field on the campus of Cedar Bluff High School. And for a more in-depth look tonight's game, here's Brett Waits tell the tape brought to you by Raybuck's Farm Supply. Good evening, Bobcat fans. For the second year in a row, the Bobcats are in the playoffs. Tonight, the Bobcats will face the Cedar Bluff Tigers, who are the 1A Region 7 champions. The Tigers have a record of 6-4, but they are 6-0 in region games. The Tigers are led by first-year head coach Alan Beckett, who has an extensive coaching career, including stops at Winterboro and Collinsville. Coach Beckett told us he has had an up-and-down week of practice. He said Tuesday was one of the worst practices all year, but after some leadership meetings, Wednesday rebounded and was one of his best. Coach Beckett told us his team is emphasizing the 1-0 mentality for this win-or-go-home playoff format. He knows the Woodland team is a ground-and-pound type of offense, and he had high praise for Parker Woodham as one of the best backs he has seen all year. He also applauded the physical linemen, such as Blue Heron and Kalen Houston. For the Tigers, they are no doubt led by their quarterback, Jacob Burleson, who has thrown for 1,100 yards and rushed for over 500. Running back Bucky Leak is a threat to run and receive the ball from the backfield with 397 yards rushing and 450 yards receiving. The Tigers use their spread offense to create mismatches and keep defenses on their heels. Defensively, the Tigers are led by defensive end Preston Burton, who has 60 tackles on the season. We will be back to talk about the Bobcats after a word from our friends at Raybuck's Farm Supply, where I go to buy my feed and supplies. 
Ray Bucks Farm Supply, getting you ready for the fall. Three different kinds of plot mixes in stock. For you hunters, we have game and trail cameras. Also, buck muscle. Don't forget our farm-raised beef from our farm. Ray Bucks has commodity blend cattle feed. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for all of our specials. Look for our Ray Bucks sign on Highway 48 in Woodland. Let Ray Bucks Farm Supply get you ready for the fall. Ray Bucks Farm Supply in Woodland. The Bobcats are off, coming off a tough loss to end the season against non-region opponent Horseshoe Bend. The game was cold and muggy and the play on the field felt the same way. The Bobcats did have some bright spots and had several chances to come out on top. The game was much like Woodland season. The Bobcats have, Bobcats have had flashes of success, close calls, and some moments of being totally lost. All teams go through ups and downs and the only thing that matters now is the game in front of you. The playoffs are a magical time and anything can happen. It will be played out on the field. As far as on the field, the Bobcat offense has been led all year by Parker Woodham and tonight will be no different. Parker has a chance to go over 1,500 yards for the season and 3,000 yards for his career, a feat not accomplished by Bobcat since Mikey Howard in 2012. Parker will need to be led by his offensive line to open big holes and push the line of scrimmage. Jackson Lovern will need to complete some passes and back some guys out of the box. If we can do that, we will be looking for a great offensive performance. The Bobcats have had a defense that can be swarming at times. When they are healthy and committed, tonight they will need to be swarming like a nest of bees, as Mick Bailey, Guy McManus will need to lead the way in tackles. The Bobcat defense has had a reputation for causing turnovers with three in the last two games and have caused a fumble in nine of ten. Another big factor tonight will be negative plays. The Bobcats have created 64 tackles for loss. The Bobcats have every opportunity in front of them tonight. Vince Lombardi said, there's only one way to succeed in anything, and that is to give it everything. So guys, go give it everything. And next up, the starting lineups. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Security is offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. 
Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions. A full deli at all locations. The meat department with a full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery in Heflin, Piedmont, Widawi, and Roanoke, Alabama. The home of the Woodland Bobcats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Welcome back to Bobcats Live. We are about eight minutes away until kickoff here at L.D. Bruce Field, home of the Cedar Bluff Tigers, which means it's time now for the starting lineups brought to you by the Randolph Leader, keeping residents of Randolph County up to date on local news, sports, and community happening since 1892. That's the Randolph Leader. Pick up your copy of the Randolph Leader every Wednesday. First for the Bobcat defense, here's Brett Waits. Bobcats coming out this week again in a 4-3 uh, defensive look. We have Rover, Logan Barrett, defensive tackle, Justice Herring. Nose, Blue Herring, who is my spotlight player of the week. At Nose, um, he is second on the team in tackles with 59. He also has five tackles for a loss, a half sack, and two fumble recoveries. His strong up front is going to be needed tonight. At the other defensive tackle, we have Eli Rollins. At linebacker, Guy McManus. Middle linebacker, Mick Bailey. Linebacker, Parker Woodham. At cornerback, we have Christopher Butler and Tate Bradford. Free safety, Chandler Mitchell. And at strong safety, David Knowles. And the specialist for the Bobcats, your punter tonight will be number five, senior Tate Bradford. Kicker will be number 30, Parker Woodham. And your returners are number 30, Parker Woodham, number 10, Guy McManus, and number five, Tate Bradford. Your starters for the offense at right tackle, number 56, senior Nathaniel Smitherman. At right guard, number 55, junior Blue Heron. Senior number 50, Eli Rollins gets the start at center tonight. On the left side, we've got number 63, Kalen Houston at guard. And at left tackle will be number 60. He is wearing number 60 this week, Mick Bailey. Your receivers at the W will be number five, senior Tate Bradford. The Y will be number 15, senior Chandler Mitchell. And at the X, number 22, uh, Logan Barrett. Our spotlight player tonight on offense is going to be number 30, Parker Woodham. Brett Waits alluded to a little bit about what Parker can do tonight if he has a successful night in Brett Waits' tell of the tape. Senior Parker Woodham has had a senior year to remember. Currently, he has 1,427 yards on 208 carries and 17 touchdowns. He has the chance to reach several milestones tonight. Parker needs just 46 yards to reach 3,000 yards for his career, but besides that, he has the chance to exceed numbers set by Bobcat legend Mikey Howard. Woodland need, or Woodham needs 66 yards to break Howard's career rushing record of 3,019 and needs 175 yards to break Howard's single-season rushing yardage. Howard rushed for 16, or 1,602 yards in 2011, and that's the best rushing season of the decade. So be on the watch as Parker Woodham has a chance to reach three milestones tonight. At fullback tonight is number 10, senior Guy McManus. And at quarterback, number 3, senior Jackson Lovern. Those are your Bobcat starting lineups brought to you by the Randolph Leader, keeping residents of Randolph County up to date on local news, sports, and community happening since 1892. That's the Randolph Leader. Pick up your copy of the Randolph Leader every Wednesday. Kickoff between the Bobcats and the Tigers, round one from L.D. Bruceville and Cedar Bluff, coming up in just a few moments. If you love watching listening to the game on iSchool Sports Network, you'll love reading about it in the Randolph Leader and on the Randolph 
playoffleader.com. All the big plays from the big games, the game-changing moments, and the players that made them happen. Daily updates on the randolphleader.com keep you up to speed all week long. Find stats, photos, stories, and complete coverage online and in our weekly print edition every Wednesday. Full-scale coverage of every local high school plus Southern Union Athletics with online subscriptions for as low as $26 per year. So check it out after the game. The Randolph Leader and therandolphleader.com. Concluding the coin toss at midfield. Cedar Bluff winning the toss. They have deferred their option to the second half. Woodland will receive the opening kickoff, and they will be marching towards the lake and the scoreboard. They will be marching from right to left as you listen. Taylor Jones, Brett Waits coming to you live from L.D. Bruce Field on the beautiful campus of Cedar Bluff High School in the beautiful almost island of Cedar Bluff, Alabama. Uh, we got a beautiful view of Lake Weiss over to our left side and just a beautiful school all together, a great stadium. It's going to be a fun night for high school football. Yeah, it's been great. The uh, people at Cedar Bluff have been just really first class as far as how they've treated us. Uh, been really good. Uh, great drive up. It's really pretty. Been able to see everything. Uh, I like us getting the ball right here, and I want us to go down and, and, and let's see what we got. Absolutely. The Bobcats running through their banner. The smoke and all coming out in their white helmets with a blade W on either side. Auburn stripes down the middle of the helmet with navy face mask. White jerseys with the Auburn stripes on the sleeve. Blue numerals trimmed in orange. Blue pants tonight with a trim of orange and white. White socks and white shoes for the Cedar Bluff Tigers. Coming out in all red tonight with the uh, Clemson-style Paul CB. Uh, standing for Cedar Bluff, standing over that Paul. Uh, red helmets, red jerseys with white numerals, and red pants with a white stripe. So the Bobcats entering the game as the four seed from Region 5. And when you really look at it and when you look at how this region steps up with the north, it was a, ended up being a pretty brutal region this year. Yeah, yeah. We uh, definitely had had some tough you know areas that we were going into. Um, we're going to we're going to be tested here tonight, but I think we got a really great chance. And of course, we're going to be looking at a handful of games tonight. Not only is Hanley playing Geneva and Wadley taking on Galesville, which is just on the other side of Cedar Bluff, 
Uh, they're making the trip down to the Tallapoosa River this time. But we will be taking a look at R.A. Hubbard and Meek as the winner of this game will get them next week. And what stands for Woodland is if R.A. Hubbard wins tonight, they will be coming to Woodland. Well, we got to win for it first before I even say that. we got to win first. But if we win tonight and R.A. Hubbard wins tonight, the R.A. Hubbard Chiefs, formerly known as Cortland, to some of those that have been following high school football for a long time up around the Huntsville area, they will be coming to Woodland. But if not, we will be going to Arley, Alabama. Where is that? I don't know. Hopefully we don't have to find out. But if uh, we do... Then uh, we'll be traveling to Arley next week to take on the Meek Tigers. Well, we got to get through this one first. I'm good at finding it. I, I, yeah, I'd, we'll, I'd like we'll figure it out. I'd like to have a chance to figure it out. And it is time for kickoff. The Tigers from Cedar Bluff getting ready to kick this one away. Number 68, Carter Dillingham lining up to kick this one away. He gets the signal, and this game is underway. It's a high kick that will be picked Parker's up by Parker around the 30, and he gets clobbered at the 30, and he finally gets knocked down. So he ended up picking up the ball around the 28, gets to the 30, gets hit hard by, I believe, number two, Aiden Green, and that's where the Bobcats are going to start their first drive at the 30-yard line, 11.55 to go in the opening quarter. Yeah, I thought he was going to have a seam there for a minute, but he uh... – it just kind of one guy slipped through the line. Jackson Lovern bringing his troops out to the field. Jackson finding some success in the last couple of weeks. He had a touchdown pass to Christian Beam last week. That was Christian's first touchdown pass or touchdown catch. Shotgun set for him. He'll send Bradford in motion from left to right, but it'll be Parker Woodham getting it, and he'll get to the line of scrimmage maybe one more, and that'll bring up second down. Yeah, we got to get a little push right there. And they are going to move the front nose of the football to the 30-yard line, so about a gain of half an inch or so. Second down, 10 to go. Shotgun set for Jackson. Lovern signed car right is Parker Woodham. Calls for it. We'll hand off to Parker up the middle. He gets several yards, possibly up to the 33, but still uh, very minimal. The uh, Cedar Bluff defensive line doing a good job of containing him at the very beginning. It's going to take us a little bit. We're going to be able to get a kind of soften them up some, but once we get them kind of tenderized, we're going to start pushing the ball up the middle. Ball at the 32-yard line, third down and eight to go for the Bobcats. They break the huddle, come up to the offensive line. Jackson Lovern, shotgun set, sidecar right, Parker Woodham. They'll send Bradford in motion from right to left. Jackson fakes the handoff. He's looking to pass. He's got Chandler Mitchell open, but he had hands all in his face, couldn't quite get it to him, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Good setup. We just got to hold the line there a little bit, keep those guys off of Jackson so he can set his feet and make that throw. Chandler Mitchell was breaking wide open, something we need to look at coming back to later. Back to return this punt is number five, Matthew Beatty, or excuse me, that's number six, uh, Alexander Leak, which I believe he goes by Bucky. Tate Bradford will take the snap, a low snap, but a high punt. It will bounce inside the 40, take a woodland bounce to the 30, and Leak better watch out as it took a there's good a, woodland curve over to him, and he was just going to let it... Uh, there's a flag on the play. I think they blew it dead. Yeah, he was going to let the ball roll to him, but it came close to bumping up against him, and there was a lot more Bobcats there than there were Tigers. So thankfully for Bucky Leak that uh, he was able to get out of the way, and there is a flag. 
and the officials are talking it over with uh, with the Woodland team right now. And what I think they just signaled, I could be wrong, I think they just signaled that I believe Cedar Bluff called a timeout before the punt. And it looks like Cedar Bluff's huddling up around the 40-yard line, so it looks like that's exactly what happened. Oh, they backed us up some, too. So, yeah, it looks like it was a – maybe it was a penalty? I, I don't know. They did yeah, back them up to the – no, they do got them at the 32-yard line. Okay, so it, is, so it is right. So, it okay. did it did look like that's exactly what it was. It was – I think they just had to reset everything. You're right. <clears throat> High snap. But a good punt again by Tate Bradford. Again, it'll bounce in the 40. Take another good Woodland bounce. It bounces off a leak. And does Woodland fall on it? Say that they do. And they've got it at the 30-yard line. It bounced off of Bucky Leak at the 30-yard line on the other side of the field. Falling on it was Logan Barrett and the Bobcats will take over. First down and 10 with now 30 yards to go instead of 70. That is the kind of plays you need. Uh, that's that off. That's that, you know, getting some getting a turnover right there. That's something we needed. Get us hyped up. Give us another chance on offense, and let's go right here, guys. So if you're keeping score at home right now, that is the 10th game out of 11 that the Bobcats have recovered a fumble. Tate kicked a great punt, and it just spun really good when it hit the ground. Uh, the guy tried to field it. Bucky tried to field it, and it just couldn't do it. So shotgun set again for Jackson Lovern. They're going to send Parker in motion to right, and he will pitch. He wins the edge at the 25, carries a Tiger down to the 21-yard line. They're going to give him forward progress at the 19. So another great carry there by Parker Woodham. That will be a Homestar Mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats. Home mortgages from the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage. USDA and VA loans with no down payments, as well as an FHA loan with a very low down payment. Find the easiest way home with Homestar Mortgage and the Lori Brown team, 334-863-4052. Quick pitch on that last play. And will be a fake handoff to Tate Bradford. Jackson Lovern's got it up the middle. He's going to carry it to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Jackson Lovern. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. 20 yards on the fake. And the Bobcats are on top. Fake to Tate Bradford. Tate's been hurting people with that end around. Uh, Jackson pulled it back out of his belly and just took it right up the middle and broke to the outside. It was a great run, great run. That touchdown coming out of the first bank red zone. And now lining up for the 56 Vintage Market Extra Point attempt is Parker Woodham. High snap, but a good pick from Parker as it sails onto Highway 9. For Alliance Real, the Reliance, or excuse me, for a vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, new home decor, and much more, stop by 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School Building and find that perfect piece for your home update. Your score with 9.59 to go in the opening quarter. Woodland 7, Cedar Bluff nothing. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Hey, Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time. Guaranteed. So with what? no guesswork needed. From service yep. and repair to gotcha. warranty work and installation. Whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334 646-0154. Robertson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. 
You're listening to round one of the Alabama High School Athletic Association playoffs on your home for Woodland Bobcat football. iSchool Sports Network. And it looked like something went wrong right there, almost like it was going to be a penalty type of uh, play, and they were just going to throw it up like we had jumped off sides, and he just kind of high-pointed the ball right there. The quarterback threw it high, and it just came right down to Christopher. Ball at the Cedar Bluff 14-yard line inside the first bank red zone. Hand off to Parker Woodham. He'll lower the shoulder. Gets maybe a yard or two on the play. They're going to mark him down at the 12, so it will be a gain of two. to go here in the opening quarter. Your score, 7-0 Woodland, but they are driving. Shotgun set for Jackson Lover. It'll be a sweep to Tate Bradford. He goes. He gets to the 10, and that's about as far as he is going to go. They are going to give him forward progress at the 9, so about a three-yard gain there on the sweep by Tate Bradford. We've got to have Tate be able to make those plays right there. We've got to keep him... Loosening that defense up, giving them some uh, room up the middle. So it will be a third down and goal to go from the nine. Or third down and five to go. They've got five to go, need to get to about the four. Shotgun set again. Parker Woodham lined up to the right side. He will get a pitch as he moves motion to the left side. He's got space. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. What a start for this Bobcats with 8.16 to go in the opening quarter. They have extended their lead to 13-0 over Cedar Bluff. Taylor, I quoted Vince Lombardi, and you couldn't have drawn that up no better than Vince Lombardi does. We created a seal to the outside, a seal to the inside, and Parker took it right up the, uh, in between them on that quick pitch to the left. It was a great play. 
Lining up for the 56 Vintage Market extra point attempt is Parker Woodham, who just scored that touchdown. A good hold out of the hands of Jackson Lovern, and it sails through. It is good. 8-16 to go in the opening quarter. Your Bobcats on top of Cedar Bluff, 14-0. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Are you looking for skilled physical therapy? If so, look no further than Elite Rehab. Say Locally what? owned and operated by yeah. doctorate-level mm-hmm. physical therapists, Elite Rehab customizes each treatment to you so that you get the best outcome available for any condition that you're rehabilitating. We're currently located in Roanoke, Alabama, but very soon we'll be opening a new clinic in Wedowie, Alabama, right next to Sweet Things Bakery. For more information, check us out online at EliteRehabPT.com. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. Here's Brett Waits. Taylor, that was a 14-yard drive. Started with Christopher Butler's interception. Uh, a nine-yard touchdown run by Parker Woodham sealed it off. List with confidence purchased with pride. Visit reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. Woodham lining up to kick this one off. Back to return is Bucky Leak. And it will roll to him inside the 20-yard line. He picks it up, gets to the 25, trying to find some space, and he ends up backing up behind the 25-yard line. He's still on his feet, crossing the 30. And they're going to say around the 31-yard line is where Cedar Bluff will start. First down and 10 with 8.06 to go in the opening quarter. You can't ask for a better start to this Woodland Bobcats football game, uh, Brett Waits, because... Uh, you had Cedar Bluff's defense stopping you on fourth down. You end up picking up the punt return fumble, score a couple of plays later, and then the first play that Cedar Bluff has, they throw an interception to Christopher Butler, setting up a nine-yard rush by Parker Woodham. Those are confidence boosters. You know, those are things that help out. You know, uh, we've had some luck come to us tonight, and, and, and that's a good thing. Shotgun set. They've got two backfields in the backfield. They've got three wide receivers, two lined up to the near side. Burleson looking to float it. He's fine. He's going to find some space as he carries it down to the 39-yard line. A gain of about eight, and it was kind of one of those things. I feel like he learned his mistake from that first drive because he was looking to float again over to our side, but instead decided to carry it up the middle. Yeah, he's a big guy. He can move, you know, like I said, over 500 yards rushing this year. So he can throw it and run it. Lined up on the near side receivers. We got number 11, Cade Browning, and number two, Aiden Green. A running back in the backfield with an H-back lined up as well. It'll be a handoff to Dent. Dent gets to the 40, down to the 41-yard line. That will be good enough for a first down for the Cedar Bluff Tigers. All in all, a gain of about two on the play. Yeah, just squeezed over enough to get the first. first 7-17 to go in the opening quarter. Woodland on top, 14-0 very quickly over the Cedar Bluff Tigers. A very similar start to what we saw against uh, what what Winterboro did to us. Yeah, yeah. We just got to keep we got to keep it up. We've got to keep it up. Fortune's on our side tonight. 7.03 to go opening quarter. Shotgun set. Clock running. Three wide receivers. Two to the far side. They will send a receiver in motion. It's a bobbled snap and Mick Bailey will blow up the play. They're probably going to get him for a face mask though as he falls down to the 30-yard line. But again, just a bobbled snap. He pitched it to the receiver in motion on a sweep. Mick Bailey sweeped him up, but I think it is going to be a face mask on Mick Bailey, unfortunately. That 
looks like that's what he's called. I didn't see the face mask, um, but maybe he, he was a little closer. Nick Bailey grabbed him where he could, and, of course, that was up around the, uh, the top of the jersey, top of the shoulder pads and the face mask area and brought him down to the 30-yard line. So a loss of about 11 if that play would have stood, but unfortunately the face, uh, face mask penalty is what got him. I tell you, Mick came through there like a um, like a rocket. He's definitely been watching some film this week, and he knew what was happening when they run that side. It will be a first down from midfield, or no, it'll be second down from midfield. Second down and one to go. Burleson takes a snap, fakes the handoff. He's going to keep it on an option, gets right back to the line of scrimmage. Right there to greet him was Justice Herring in the backfield. He decided to leap just to try to get at least some sort of positive yards, and it's going to get him right back to the line of scrimmage. Third down and one to go from midfield. I'm really liking the pursuit that the defense is putting on Cedar Bluff right now. I feel like if we can continue to do that consistently, Cedar Bluff's going to fold. Yeah, we have the we have the ability. Like I said earlier, we have the ability to swarm. Sometimes we tackle in numbers, and uh, we just got to keep it up here. Third down, one to go. Burleson looking to throw left side, and it is almost intercepted again by Christopher Butler. Fourth down and two. He's throwing the ball so slow to his intended receiver, Cade Browning, and Christopher Butler has been right there. He picked him off the first time. Second time, if he would have thrilled that one in, if it hadn't hit him in the face mask, he would have been gone 50 yards for another interception and then a touchdown. Christopher Butler made a great, and I can't say enough, great read on that ball. He saw it. He did his back pedal perfectly, and he saw the ball, and he come and got it. Almost had the pick. The Tigers are going to give themselves a chance and go for it on fourth down. Shotgun set. They are going to try to run it up the middle, and I don't think he got it. They're going to stuff him at the 48-yard line. Are you kidding me? Woodland stuffed him. He loses yards, and the Bobcats will take over at the 49-yard line. Blue Heron, Eli Rollins, Parker Wood, and Mick Bailey, those guys in on the tackle right there. Get the ball back for the Bobcats. That was a great play, Taylor. 64 tackles for losses, a team coming into this game, and they're playing tough tonight. Oh, my gosh, they're playing tough tonight, doing whatever they can to create some noise. So they will have the ball at the Cedar Bluff 49-yard line. That's big. Woodland on top, 14-0 with 5.33 to go in the opening quarter. Shotgun set for Jackson Lovern. Lined up sidecar left is Parker Wood, and Parker going to get it up the middle. He lowers a tackle, 45, gets to the 40, cuts back left side. He's at the 35. He throws a stiff arm, 30, down to the 26-yard line. He goes. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. What a carry down to the 27. Taylor, he got – he had some a little bit of a crease open by his offensive line, but Parker also made a lot happen after that. He made it through the line and then just kind of made some guys miss. What a great run, taking it all the way across the field. This first quarter is brought to you by Gene Crouch at Keller Williams Realty. Gene Crouch and the Keller Williams team are your number one source for real estate on Lake Weedowie. 22-yard rush there by Parker Woodham down to the 27-yard line. He will be in motion from left to right. Jackson will keep it himself, and he'll fall back behind the line of scrimmage down to the 30. Yeah, we tried to fake the pitch and just let Jackson keep it right there. Uh, they just snuffed it out on us. Eli Rollins, I feel, uh, lost his helmet on that play coming in to suffer him. Number 58, Noah Waits. 
4.46 and counting here in the first quarter. Bobcats on top, 14-0. Everything that didn't go right for them in the Horseshoe Bend game has gone right for them in this game. Shotgun for Lover, and in motion from right to left will be Parker. Parker will get it on a pitch. He gets to the 30, lowers the shoulder, gets inside the 25, down to the 24. Another solid carriers. They're now inside the sticks again. It will be third down. Will be third down and seven to go, 4-10 to go here in the opening quarter. When we get a second, we'll give you a score update. We have a handful of scores from the county. See if we can find an R.A. Hubbard-Meek score as well, as that's the most concerning game for us. It will be a fake handoff to Tate Bradford, and the play is blown dead. And it will be false start on the Bobcats. I believe Tate a little, left a little too early. No, not really meant for a long distance uh, conversions on third down. You know, this offense is, is just not designed for that. So, need something big right here. So, now third down and 12 following the false start penalty. They'll have it with the front nose of the football at the 29-yard line. It's a cold night, but it's a beautiful night here in Cedar Bluff, Alabama. Things going well for Woodland at this point. Parker in motion from left to right. Jackson looking to roll out, trying to get some blocks. He gets to the 30. Another flag coming in late as he gets pushed out of bounds around the 20-yard line. Still shy of the first down by a couple of yards, but we'll see what the flag is on. I think that was a design run all the way. They had Jackson rolling to his right, and they had Parker just blocking and, and looked like they were trying to just seal that edge and get him on the outside. And we'll look to see what the officials call. He's conferring with the other officials. I'm wondering if I may have missed the call. It looks like it is going to go on the Bobcats. Yeah, looked like it was in the vicinity of holding. Yeah, it's a very, very real possibility as they'll back him up to the 41-yard line. That's exactly what it is. So two straight penalties for the Woodland offense. Backs them up to third down and 23 to go. Got to throw it here, you think? You know, I'd like a little waggle pass to the uh, outside right here, but that's Got my thinking. Jackson taking a look at his wristband before calling for the ball. And there's another flag being blown late. Could it be false start? Looks like it's going to be a delay of game. No, it is going to be delay of game, so I'll back them up five more yards. Five-yard penalty against the Bobcats. Still be third and long. Third down and 28 now. Well, that luck we had to begin with uh, kind of faded on this drive, but something good right here could happen. Get it right back. 2.55 to go, opening quarter, third down, 28 to go. Jackson Lovern sending Parker in motion from right to left. Jackson looking to He's pass. He's going to go middle of the field, and it is intercepted. It's picked off inside the 25-yard line by number eight, Jacob Burleson. Jacob Burleson getting some payback for throwing an early interception at the beginning of the quarter, and that's how this Bobcat drive will end. Unfortunately, it was on third down, not on fourth, but it did work out as a punt. Yeah, I mean, it, that's that's as good as a punt on that part. Um, you know, you back them up. 
Uh, Logan Barrett was coming open right there. Just a pass was just a touch short, and the defender got up under him. While we have a moment, we'd like to tell you win or lose. The name of the game is sportsmanship and AHSAA education-based high school athletics. The lesson learned on the field and in the bleachers is good sports are winners no matter the score. Support high school athletics and good sportsmanship. Shotgun set for the Cedar Bluff Tigers. It will be an option keeper by Burleson as he gets down to the 25-yard line. All in all, a gain of one as it looked like, again, the pocket just kind of collapsed on him. Yeah, I can't really tell. They they line up in a spread kind of offense, but they definitely have some wing tee or even almost some Notre Dame box kind of uh, mentalities to it. We have some, some misdirection and some things moving. Uh, it's a little different of an offense than we're used to. Second down, nine to go. They are going to give them the 24-yard line. Burleson looking down at his wristband. They've got four wide receivers, three lined up to the home side. He is looking to the home side. He's going to go left, and it is caught at midfield, 45-40, 35-30. Only one guy to beat. That's Chandler Mitchell. Chandler's not going to get him. Touchdown, Cedar Bluff. 75 yards on the reception. That was number two uh, for the Cedar Bluff Tigers. Aiden Green getting the uh, reception, and the Tigers are on the board. Well, luck turns. We just got to keep doing what we're doing and um, take it back. He had a clean pocket to throw out of it. He did. Point. He hasn't had that all game long, but he takes advantage when he has it. Lining up to kick the extra point is number 15, James Clifton. Low snap. The kick is high in the air, and it will bounce on top of Cedar Bluff High School. The kick is good. 153 to go in the opening quarter. Woodland 14, Cedar Bluff 7. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. Vintage and antique furniture. Decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. A full-service cemetery and memorial works company, that's Heron Monument and Memorial. They handle memorials, markers, and more with a wide selection of sizes, colors, and shapes. They also create signage and plaques for your home or business, as well as monument cleaning, sandblasting, and restoration. To see how Heron Monument and Memorial can help you, visit them at 124 Woodland Drive or call 256-610-3557. Heron Monument and Memorial, from our family to yours. More exciting Bobcat football with Taylor Jones and Brett Waits. Now back to the field. A 75-yard touchdown pass from Burleson to Green put Cedar Bluff on the board 14-7 with 1.53 to go in the opening quarter. Following this kickoff, we'll give you a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard as we've got several scores from uh, county teams and local teams that we'll uh, tell you about here in just a second. Lining up to kick this one away, number 68, Carter Dillingham. Line drive kick that will be taken inside the 20. It will be picked up by Christopher Butler. Christopher gets to the 20. He fumbles it, picks his own fumble up, and he will hang on tight to the ball as they start 
at the 29-yard line. First down and 10 Bobcats. With a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's Brett Waits. Taylor, we got Elba up on Ranburn, 7-6. to six. Uh, Handley is up 21 to nothing on Geneva. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, Elba is now 14 to six, and we have Wadley is seven to nothing at the end of the first, and uh, Clay Central 14 to nothing over Carroll. We'll keep a look at those scores. We'll also try to keep you updated on R.A. Hubbard versus Meek. That's the score that we're looking at because the winner of this game will get the winner of that game next week. Shotgun set, Parker Woodham gets the handoff. He's got room right side. Keep going, Parker, 40, 45, far sideline. He's pushed out of bounds inside the 45-yard line, inside Cedar Bluff territory, down to the 44. That's a home star mortgage first down. Good run by Parker Woodham. We got to keep feeding that. Those runs kind of kind of get everybody back on their heels some, and we can keep taking advantage. They're going to say that he got pushed out of bounds before the 45-yard line, so down to the 47. So ball at the Cedar Bluff 47-yard line now. Woodland driving towards the lake. That's to our left. Shotgun set, Jackson Lover and high snap. Hands off to Parker, 45. Keep going, Parker, as he takes a handful of Tigers down with him to the 41-yard line. Another solid carry there for Parker. He's got his feet driving right there. That was a good, good play. Be a gain of six on the play, four more to go. 108 to go here in the opening quarter of round one of the AHSAA playoffs between Woodland and Cedar Bluff. Woodland on top, 14 to seven. Inside a minute to go now. Shotgun set for Jackson Lovern and Cedar Bluff jumped, but that uh, made Logan Barrett jump as well. So we're gonna be the ones getting penalized for that one. I think they're going to call it on us, but he was already in our backfield before Logan really moved. Yeah, whatever happened to the call of the defense can't make you jump. Yeah. You know, that's you're, you're trying to defend yourself. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. just one of those things that it should be a penalty on Cedar Bluff, but we're going to pay for it. You know, that's the, been the thing on the last drive, and this one can't have those negative plays. So second down and nine to go, handoff. Parker Woodham gets back to the 45-yard line before being stuffed at the 44. So about two yards on the play for Parker Woodham. That's going to bring up third down. There is an injury uh, injury on the field, a Cedar Bluff player uh, down on the field. We'll take a timeout while he is being attended to. Your score with 27 seconds to go in the opening quarter. 14-7 Bobcats. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop as well as the apparel and one dollar section young's drug and general store 24460 highway 48 woodland
Benefield Funeral Home is proud to be family-owned and operated with a long-standing tradition of providing caring and compassionate services. Here when you need us since 1972, 49 years of service in your time of need, providing pre-arrangement or at-need funeral services to family satisfaction, handling all types of cemetery work from headstones to coping walls. Benefield Funeral Home serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Our family serving yours during your time of need. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. Quick look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard. R.A. Hubbard 12, Meek 6. That score in the first quarter, the last time we got it. Following the injury timeout, it will be third down and eight from the 45. Parker will be in motion from left to right. He'll get it on a pitch. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. Shakes one tackle. He's at the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. Down the sideline. In the end zone. Touchdown, Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. 45 yards on a long third down, and the Cats extend their lead to 20 to 7. That was a real smooth play by Parker Woodham. He just, he just kind of broke to the outside, made a guy miss, and then he was out to the left and, and was gone. Six seconds to go in the opening quarter, and Woodland is now on top, 20-7 to over the Cedar Bluff Tigers. What a way to answer. For Woodham, that is his second touchdown of the game. He is now up to 19. He's lining up now for the 56 Vintage Market Extra Point attempt, and that kick is good for the third time tonight. Vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, new home decor, and much more. Stop by 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School Building to find that perfect piece for your home update. Six seconds to go in the opening quarter. 21-7 cats on top of Cedar Bluff. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. Cracked windshields, deer damage, dents, paint jobs, and restorations. There's no job too small or too large for the guys at Randy's Paint and Body Shop on County Road 87. Randy Jennings has served Woodland and the Randolph County area for 35 years and is ready to make your vehicle look brand new, no matter the condition. Visit Randy's Paint and Body Shop on Facebook to see their latest projects. Randy's Paint and Body Shop, 16711 County Road 87 in the Gray Hill community. Call Randy today at 256-449-6282. Now, back to Woodland versus Cedar Bluff on iSchool Sports Network. Here's Brett Waits and Taylor Jones. For the Reliance Realty scoring recap, presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty, here's Brett Waits. Taylor, I got, uh, if you include the penalties, I got four plays for 71 yards, capped off by a 47-yard Parker Woodham touchdown. List with confidence purchased with pride. Visit reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. Noah Waits lined up to kick this one away for the Bobcats as they lead 21-7. A high spiraling kick that will be taken at the 27-yard line before being pushed out of bounds. So pretty good kick there from Noah, unfortunately, going out of bounds. Yeah, and he told me this week that he has been working on that, that they wanted him to angle it over to the sidelines. To, You know, we got some guys that are pretty dangerous if they get their hands on a return. So that was what they kind of told him to angle it that way. And, hey, it worked out perfectly for them. The uh, Woodland Bobcats will 
Go back on defense, 35-yard line is where Cedar Bluff will start. They got a long 75-yard touchdown pass last time out from that exact same yard mark. They're going to go four wide receivers, three lined up to the near side. Mick Bailey looking to blitz. It's going to be a handoff to the tailback. He will get to the 40 before being pushed over to the 41-yard line. That was number six, Bucky Leak on the carry, and that'll bring up a first down or second down when you come back. We're heading to the second quarter. Your score, Woodland 21, uh, Cedar Bluff 7. That first quarter was brought to you by Gene Crouch at Keller Williams Realty. Gene Crouch and the Keller Williams team are your number one source for real estate on Lake Weedowie. Second quarter action coming back up in a few moments. 21-7, Bobcats on top. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans, longer terms, no minimum loan amount. All types of loans you need serviced from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank, branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us at First Bank, member FDIC. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. First play of the second quarter is going to be a pitch to the tailback for Cedar Bluff. He'll get down to the 44-yard line, about one year, one year half yard shy of the first down. 21-7, your score, Woodland on top of Cedar Bluff. And what was a pretty exciting and pretty successful first quarter, wouldn't you say, Brett? What a first quarter that was. Uh, that'll get you going right there. Three touchdowns, two turnovers. Uh, a fumble recovery by Logan Barrett on a punt and an interception by Christopher Butler. Shotgun set for Burleson. They are going to hand off on third down. They've got first down yardage and then some, I believe. They are going to give them forward progress down to the 47-yard line, which is one yard over where they needed to go in order to get that first down. Guy McManus stuck him right as he got through that line of scrimmage, though. Uh, they get the first down, but he had to take a little hit for that. This second quarter is brought to you by Wellborn Cabinets. Wellborn Cabinets is family-owned and operated, and they are proud to manufacture cabinets locally in Ashland, Alabama. First down and 10, Tigers from the 46-yard line, knocking on the door of Woodland Territory. Four wide, three to the far side for Burleson. Burleson looking to go in the middle of the field, and it is almost intercepted in and out of the hands of Chandler Mitchell. But again, he's done that a handful of times, Brett, where he throws the ball, overshooting his own receiver, and there's no one else around the Bobcat defender when it either is caught by them or it bounces off their hands. Yeah, he's kind of just slinging that up. We did a good job of getting back in coverage, having a four deep. Cedar Bluff now as we start the second quarter, 10.46 to go until halftime. They are now moving towards the lake from right to left as you listen. 
Cowbells ringing on our side of the field. Shotgun set for Burleson. He is looking right, but he is being pressured. It is caught, and Guy McManus is going to bring him down behind the sticks. He needs a little bit of help, though, as Mick Bailey will finally, uh, I think it will be Guy McManus and uh, Mick Bailey credited with the tackle as he goes down to the 41-yard line, a loss of about five on the play. What a great play right there, Guy McManus. He sniffed that one out. They were kind of running a little screen over here to the side. Had good pressure going up, too, so it forced the quarterback to throw it a little fast. And Guy, he gets in there and makes that hit and hangs on for dear life unless the rest of his team get there. Swarming defense. Clock running with 10-11 to go until halftime. 21-7, Bobcats on top. Four wide for Burleson. Burleson's going to roll out to the right side. That's where all of his receivers are. He throws, and it is incomplete. I believe Kalen Houston got a paw on it before being uh, ultimately falling down to the ground intended for his receiver, number 10, Ashton Young, and that will bring up fourth down behind the sticks. You know, we are typically a, at least a five-man front on defense. Uh, what we like to do, what uh, Coach Armstrong and them like to do, you know, we have to go to the 40 front for this uh, this spread formation. Um, and we got, we got some guys in there that are working really hard. They've done a good job. Tate Bradford back to return this punt. His heels are on the 30-yard line. Back to punt this one, number three, Preston Burt. Burt, a knuckleball kick that will bounce at the 35, and it will be picked up by Bradford at the 30. He's got room to his right. He's going to take it. He sheds a tackle. Go, Tate. Hang on to that ball. He gets down to the 40-yard line, first down and 10 in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. 9.48 to go here in the second quarter. Good return, especially we, we just really left our, our defense out there, kind of didn't want to give up anything if they might fake it, uh, drop Tate back to field that punt, and he fielded it and made a little bit happen out of it. That helps. Bobcats will start their next drive at the 41-yard line. First down and 10. And a whistle blown as I feel like Coach Allen Beckett and the Cedar Bluff Tigers have taken a timeout. That will be their second timeout of the first half. We'll take one with them. 9.48 to go in the second quarter. 21-7 in favor of the Bobcats over Cedar Bluff. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Farm Boys now open at their new location in the old Happy Trails restaurant, 32498 Highway 431. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and that delicious seafood buffet. The breakfast buffet is served Saturday and Sunday until 11 a.m. Seafood buffet Saturdays from 4 p.m. until closed. Farm Boys serving breakfast, smoked meats, barbecue, steak, and seafood. Now at our new location in the old Happy Trails restaurant in Welch. I'm Dr. Don, and I approve this restaurant. Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. We've got you covered. High School Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. 
Following the Cedar Bluff timeout, the Bobcats have the ball at the Cedar Bluff 41 or the Woodland 41 yard line. They'll send Bradford in motion from left to right, but Jackson will keep it on an option keeper. Gets to the 45 down to the 46 yard line. That will be a gain of about five on the play for the Bobcats. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's Brett Waits. Still got Clay Central up 20 to nothing on Carroll. Handley extending this lead out to 28 to nothing. We have Elba 14, Ramburn 12. Wadley 21 to nothing over Galesville, and R.A. Hubbard and Meek are still at 12 and 6. Uh, I have Winterboro 16 to nothing over Summerton Christian, and Raglan down to Valleyhead 14 to nothing. Be a fake handoff to Bradford on the sweep. It will be Parker getting it down to the 48-yard line. So about a gain on, of one on the play down to the 49. Now we'll bring up third down. Big third down right here. We need this one. Chilly night here in Cedar Bluff, Alabama. But it's been fun so far for us. It has. It has a lot of fireworks in that first quarter. This second quarter's kind of moving along pretty quick, but uh, we need this right here to keep it going. 8.38 to go, third down and two to go for the Bobcats as they hurry up to the line. Ball at the 49-yard line. They are moving from left to right as you listen. Parker will be in motion from left to right, and I think they got Cedar Bluff jumping this time, and that will give Woodland a first down. Yeah, that's an offsides on the defense. It's sort of the same thing that happened on that uh, false start that we got. There was a He was in the backfield way before we really got started. That gives us the first. Number six, Bucky leaked the guilty party on that one, just lining up in the neutral zone, trying to get a little uh, little ahead of himself, and uh, that works out in the Bobcats' favor. They've now got the ball at the 46-yard line of Cedar Bluff. So Jackson Lovern will call Ford out of the shotgun. He'll hand off to Parker, who's lined up to his left side. Gets to the 40-yard line, another solid carry for Parker as they get him to the 39-yard line, a gain of about seven. Good run by Parker. They, uh, he was real close to breaking that one. They had just got a, a, a hold on him. Ball at the 39-yard line. Woodland continuing to put together a pretty solid drive here. As they look to extend their lead and gain every ounce of momentum they can. Looking over the play clock, got about 10 seconds to go. The Bobcats still in the huddle. They will break it. They've got to hurry up and quickly get to the line. Five seconds to go. Shotgun set for Lovern. Three, two, they do get the snap off. It'll be a sweep to Tate Bradford, but he mishandles the ball, and it will be a turnover. Cedar Bluff will fall on the football at the 43-yard line, first down and 10. Definitely not, not what we wanted right there. The Tigers will start their next drive at 7.18 to go in this first half. They're going to go three wide this time. The two are lined up to the near side. Low snap for Burleson. Burleson electing to take it himself. He bumps into a Bobcat defender who will then push him into Guy McManus. Guy McManus will knock him back to the 41-yard line. So it's all, all about a loss of about two on the play. 
there's a bit of a, a sand trap, if you will, here at L.D. Bruce Field around the 40-yard uh, line that covers about three or four yards. Uh, had a sprinkler malfunction, we're told, that they had. I don't know if it's been at the uh, this been going on all season or if it happened over the week or what, but uh, the right, the left tackle for Cedar Bluff is now in a sand trap. He might need uh, a wedge to get out of there. He might. He might do it. So we'll be second down and 10 to go for Burleson and the Tigers. Burleson looking to go right side. He unloads. What a cannon. And it is caught at the 25-yard line. Butler can't grab him. Touchdown, Cedar Bluff. A high floater. That'll go for 58 yards. And Cedar Bluff gets back on the board again, 21-13. Yeah, they... They caught us kind of looking a little bit right there. He just stepped back and threw that one. He he kind of throws a high ball that, you know, kind of comes down. It was just just one we couldn't get to. Christopher close to the play, almost could be at it, but just couldn't get it. I believe that was Bucky Leak, number six, catching that one. And lining up for the extra point, number 15, James Clifton. And that's going to be a high kick that will sail through the uprights. It is good. 6.25 to go until halftime. 21-14, Woodland on top. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can be intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help you get in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. They're located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540 in Birmingham, 35243. Securities offered through Stage 20 Financial Incorporated. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. We are the Woodland Varsity Cheerleaders, and you're listening to Bobcat Football on High School Sports. Woo! Cedar Bluff, another long touchdown pass for them as they cut into the Bobcat lead 21-14. The kickoff will be taken by Christopher Butler inside the 15-yard line. He won't get much further than that as Woodland will start their drive at the 16. There is a flag late being thrown around the 27-yard line. I didn't see what the flag was. Looked like maybe we got a guy on the... Officials are talking about it around the 25-yard line. It will be dead ball, unsportsmanlike conduct on the Bobcats, dead ball, unsportsmanlike conduct on Cedar Bluff. So we'll just wipe those off, and we'll start at the 17-yard line. 17-yard line, that's where we'll start. Hey, lucky there we get their guy to kind of go with us on doing something we shouldn't, and 
make that play not as bad as it could have been. We could be starting inside our, almost our 10. So the Bobcats will take over 6.20 to go until halftime. They lead 21-14. Two Parker Woodham touchdowns and a Jackson Lovern touchdown. Set up by two turnovers. But unfortunately, Cedar Bluff has got two turnovers from us as well. So. Yeah. Last time we were able to come back and make a uh, make a statement score back, so we need to do that here. First down and 10, Jackson Lovern calls for it. It will be a handoff to Parker Woodham. Parker going to the left side, getting to the 20-yard line for a handful of Cedar Bluff Tigers. will finally knock him down at the 21-yard line. Gain of four for Parker Woodham. Coming up at halftime, we'll talk a little bit about the AHSAA playoffs, talk a little bit about this game, give you some score updates from around the area, all that coming up at halftime, so stay with us. We thank you for listening to us tonight. The Orange and Blue brought a pretty good crowd with them tonight, but I know some uh, either couldn't make the trip due to work obligations or it's just too dang cold, I don't know. But either way, we thank you for listening to us tonight. High snap will be a fake handoff to one back. We'll be handed off to Guy McManus. And we'll see just how far back they push them. Only down to the 19-yard line. That's not bad, only a loss of two. That'll bring up third down and eight. Well, the first quarter we had momentum, and uh, she's turned against us in the second quarter. But, you know, any minute here you could do something to get it back. And they could do it right now. That last touchdown pass coming on a third down and eight from the 45-yard line. Woodland able to convert that one. If they can do something big right here to get momentum to kind of kindly go back to our side, that would be great. Clock continuing to run, 4.54 to go second quarter, 21-14 Bobcats. Jackson looking to pass. He rolls out to the right side. He throws middle of the field. It is intercepted at the 35-yard line. And blow the whistle, guys. Tate Bradford trying to bring Cedar Bluff back, but they waited about 10 seconds after to finally blow the play dead. Second interception of the night for Jackson Lovern, and that will bring up a first down for the Cedar Bluff Tigers. We got two guys really in the vicinity right there. Uh, looked like he's throwing to Christian Beam. And again, Jackson had a little bit of a clean pocket to throw in. He rolled to his right, and he was able to set his feet and, and make the throw. But uh, it just kind of came up a little short, and under Christian, and uh, they were able to make the interception. So the Cedar Bluff Tigers will take over at the 36-yard line, first down and 10 with 4.39 to go in the second quarter. Jacob Burleson, your quarterback, looking to throw left side, pocket collapse, and he's got to get rid of the ball. He'll throw it. It is incomplete. Intended for, I believe, a, uh, Bucky Leak at the 30-yard line. That will bring up second down. Got to keep them held here. Um, you know, they got that quick score on the big pass last time, um, and then now an interception. And they got it. They, that quick score came off of a fumble. So um, we need to hold them here. Defense needs to stand tall. Second down, Cedar Bluff with three wide receivers, two lined up here on the near side. He's looking to go left side. Burleson's in trouble. Justice Herring will hit him behind the line of scrimmage to help him clean up this plate. Number 55, Blue Heron 
but Justice Herring has been in Burleson's face all night long. He finally made him pay as he falls behind the 45-yard line down to the 46. A long third down upcoming for the Cedar Bluff Tigers. Justice had a good step off the edge right there. Uh, good play. He got there, got in his face. Got a hold on him, and, and Blue come in to finish him off. Third down and 20 to go from the Woodland 47-yard line. Three wide, four wide receivers. Three lined up to the near side. Burleson goes back in the pocket. Going to go left side this time. It is caught, but he's well short of the first down as he falls at the 36. Still got about 11 yards to go in order to convert. But, again, that was a huge stop there by Justice Herring, which really, which that play really could have hurt us if yeah. they weren't so far behind the sticks. Yeah. Got to watch right here. We got, They got fourth and nine. They're going to go for it. They're in no man's land. Uh, they got a kicker. We noticed him earlier today uh, warming up. He can put it into the uprights, but uh, not from this far. Listen to this Bobcat crowd. Hunker down, Cats. We need you to hunker down one last time right here. Four wide receivers, three to the near side. Burleson gets the snap. He's looking to go in the middle of the field down the far sideline, and it is caught just shy of the goal line but he will catch it inside the five down to the four. A huge first down conversion there. Christopher Butler, unfortunately, not tall enough to bat that one down. You put a guy that's just that much taller than him on him, and it's, it's hard, to, hard to get that. 3.05 to go here in the second quarter. Cedar Bluff knocking on the door to tie this one up. The Bobcats took an early 14-0 lead. They got another touchdown, and now Cedar Bluff is looking to tie this one up. Coach Jason Armstrong will take a timeout before this play happens, and we'll take one with them. 3.05 to go in the second quarter, 21-14. Woodland on top when you come back. First down and goal from the three on iSchool Sports Network. Husqvarna has always been the know for industry-leading quality. Whether it's a chainsaw, weed eater, blower, or any other power tool, come by Meadows Farm Equipment with Dowie, Alabama, and check out our big selection. We also have Rhino and Dirt Dog Farm implements for those big jobs. Commercial and residential mowers featuring Husqvarna and Spartan for 42-inch to 72-inch cuts. Around the house or the farm, don't look any further than Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Widawi, or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. At M.L. Aubrey in Roanoke, we have been in business in the same location since 1909 when my great-granddaddy first opened. Shopping locally is nothing new to us. At M.L. Aubrey, we are having our Christmas open house on November 6th from 8 until 5. All Christmas decor, remaining fall merchandise, and everything in the Santa shack will be discounted. And we'll have lots of refreshments and samples of our Amish jams and jellies, our new Alabama peanuts, Alabama sunshine, and Captain Rodney's. Make your plans for November 6th. Open house at M.L. Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. Shotgun set on first down and goal following the timeout. It will be a play out of the Wildcat, and they will score. It will be a keeper on number for number three, Preston Burt. Takes a direct snap, and Cedar Bluff is one point away from tying this one up. Come out in the Wildcat right there and just really kind of stuck it right to us. Lining up for the extra point will be number 15, James Clifton. And again, we can just find a way to not turn the ball over. They've got no reason to capitalize on us. Low snap. They're going to have to play this one. Throws. It is incomplete. 
a low snap that the holder, that's uh, number two, Aiden Green, or excuse me, number eight, Burleson. Uh, Burleson couldn't quite uh, get the hold on it. He had to throw towards the end zone. That two-point conversion play is no good. So for right now, Woodland still hangs on to a 21 lead. Hanging on to that lead. We'll be back with more Bobcat football in a moment on High School Sports Network. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. Roanoke's Home Center. They love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. Paint, tools, electrical, plumbing, hardware, lawn and garden, power equipment, lumber, roofing, siding, doors, windows, drywall, insulation, they have it all, and much, much more. And if they don't have it on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. When you want a different level of service, Ace is the place. And remember their low-price guarantee. That's Roanoke's Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South. You're listening to round one of the Alabama High School Athletic Association playoffs on your home for Woodland Bobcat football, iSchool Sports Network. Following the Cedar Bluff touchdown and failed extra point attempt, it is 21 to 20 in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. A kickoff that rolled a long way deep into Bobcat territory will go out of bounds inside the 10-yard line. Looks like they will start at the 35-yard line. Woodland's got three minutes to go, and they can make something happen here. They've got plenty of time. I think they're saying we touched the ball, and we're going to start there at the seven. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. So they are saying that the Bobcats did touch it. So, unfortunately, we'll start at the nine-yard line. Nine. Well, what's wrong with going 91 yards in three minutes? Nothing's Not wrong with that. I mean, at least maybe then we'll take all three minutes off the clock. Yeah, that'd be great. Nobody in the backfield for Jackson Lovern, or excuse me, now there is Parker Woodham. He's a little further away than he normally is. Parker will get it on a pitch to the left side. He sees the road. He's going to take it inside the 10. He goes. They're going to get him down to the 13. So a gain of three or four there for Parker Woodham. Second down, six to go for Parker Woodham. A care, uh, gain of four yards on the play. We'll give you his updated stats at halftime as well. We've got to do a. Uh, a lot of mathing adding up, so we'll uh, we'll let you know how uh, he's looking as well. Shotgun set for Jackson Lover, 2.16 to go until halftime. Parker will get it to carry again. He carries down to the 18-yard line, so a gain of about six on the play. Not bad. I'm going to say he's one yard away at the 18. Very short. I thought he had a little more yardage than that when he was going through there. Third down, one to go. 2.03 to go until halftime. 21-20, your score, Woodland on top. I'm not sure why the clock's not running. 
they're having a discussion over on the far sideline around the 20 yard line. Maybe get a measurement. Like it could be, uh, yeah, it could be a measurement. So hopefully that will go in our way. Like you said, it was awfully close to a first down, needed to get to the 19. Looks like that front nose of the football is at the 19 yard line. Let's hope the officials in the sticks also see it that way. Officials measuring it on the far side of the field now around the 20-yard line. Looks like he's got it by half the football. Yeah, first down. So it will down. be a Homestar Mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats after all at the 19-yard line. Good hard running there by Parker. The offensive line has done a really good job of creating space for him, but it's getting through every defender on the Cedar Bluff defense. It's been... Uh, a bit of a challenge. Not the entire game, though. Parker does have a 45-yard rush. He yeah. also has another long rush uh, in the first quarter as well. But you can tell, you can just look right here. If I could take a picture, it is just all the red right there blocked in the middle trying to stop them. Shotgun for the Bobcats. It'll be a handoff. Parker Woodham, he sheds one tackle as he crosses the 20-yard line. They're going to give him forward progress at the 22. Woodham runs forward. Forward. Tackle by Kennard. You talk about guys in the box, you know, eight, nine, they got ten. Looks like they got their big quarterback. He kind of runs free safety and tries to be a guy that keeps you from getting past him. Clock running with 1.26 to go in the second quarter, 21-20. Bobcats on top. Lovered calls for the snap. He will hand off to Parker. Parker inside the 25, down to the 26 he goes. Gain of four on the play again, awfully close to that first down. Clock ticking away. And very quickly, they are going to go no huddle, and he will get inside the 30-yard line down to the 31. Big thing is we're under a minute now of uh, uh, four, three yards in clouds of dust is, you know, bit, would be good a little bit ago, but right now we need just a little bit chunks, a little bit bigger. Inside a minute to go, 43 seconds. It'll be a pitch right side, Parker Woodham. They get him in motion. He trips over a Cedar Bluff defender. Another Cedar Bluff defender will help him out and get him down inside the 30. Bird also in on it. Ball at the 29-yard line now. Not as much of a rush to get to the line now for Woodland as it was the last two plays. Yeah, you can you can run the clock out right here. They're going to try to quickly get one more play off. 15 seconds to go. 12, 11, 10 seconds to go. Last play of this first half, and it, of course, will be a handoff. Parker Woodham, he's hit behind the line of scrimmage down to the 26. So a loss of five on the play, and that's how this half will end. You're listening to Bobcats football on iSchool Sports Network, 21-20 in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. We're back with some scores from around the area as well as a playoff discussion. You're listening to Bobcats football on iSchool Sports, 21-20 here. Bobcats on top at the break. Hello, football fans. As you cheer on your favorite team this season, we're cheering on all our student athletes, staff, and teachers, both on and off the field, for keeping our community safe over the past year. At Southwire, we remain strong because of our team, the people behind the power. If you want to be a part of our winning team and build on our legacy of quality, service, and safety, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. 
Rescues are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Rehab Center at Trailer utilizes a wonderful team of nurse practitioners, therapists, mental health nurses, social workers, and dietitians. A partner with Champion, the Rehab Center at Trailer provides the absolute best in physical, speech, and occupational therapy for our short-term rehab patients as well as our long-term care residents. Visit TrailerHealth.com for more information about the Rehab Center at Trailer. WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. Ray Bucks Farm Supply, getting you ready for the fall. Three different kinds of plot mixes in stock. For you hunters, we have game and trail cameras. Also, buck muscle. Don't forget our farm-raised beef from our farm. Ray Bucks has commodity blend cattle feed. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for all of our specials. Look for our Ray Bucks sign on Highway 48 in Woodland. Let Ray Bucks Farm Supply get you ready for the fall. Ray Bucks Farm Supply in Woodland. Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. Cracked windshields, deer damage, dents, paint jobs, and restorations. There's no job too small or too large for the guys at Randy's Paint and Body Shop on County Road 87. Randy Jennings has served Woodland and the Randolph County area for 35 years and is ready to make your vehicle look brand new, no matter the condition. Visit Randy's Paint and Body Shop on Facebook to see their latest projects. Randy's Paint and Body Shop, 16711 County Road 87 in the Gray Hill community. Call Randy today at 256 256- Four four nine six two eight two. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48, Woodland. 
Hayes Deshande was a former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. If you love watching and listening to the game on iSchool Sports Network, you'll love reading about it in the Randolph Leader and on therandolphleader.com. All the big plays from the big games, the game-changing moments, and the players that made them happen. Daily updates on therandolphleader.com keep you up to speed all week long. Find stats, photos, stories, and complete coverage online and in our weekly print edition every Wednesday. Full-scale coverage of every local high school plus Southern Union Athletics with online subscriptions for as low as $26 per year. So check it out after the game, the Randolph Leader and therandolphleader.com. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community, plus a great school, makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Halftime here at LD Bruce Field on the campus of Cedar Bluff High School. Your score, Woodland 21, Cedar Bluff 20. We'll take a look at how we got to those scores. Uh, starting off very quickly in the first quarter, it was a 20-yard rush by Jackson Lover and a successful extra point by Parker Woodham. Made it a 7-0 lead, uh, Woodland on top. And then after an interception by freshman Christopher Butler, it was a 9-yard rush by Parker Woodham that extended the lead to 14-0. Cedar Bluff got on the board with the 153 mark with a 75-yard pass from Jacob Burleson to Aiden Green. That extra point was good for the Tigers. They uh, cut into the Bobcat lead 14-7 with 153 to go in the opening quarter. The cap scoring in the first quarter, it was a 45-yard rush by Parker Woodham. The extra point was good. 21 to 7 with six seconds to go in the uh, in the first quarter, and then it was all Cedar Bluff in the second quarter with 6:25 to go in the quarter. It was a 58-yard pass from Burleson to Leak. That extra point was good, cutting it to 21-14. And then with three minutes to go, it was a three-yard rush from Burt. The two-point conversion play was no good. It was actually a botched extra point, and that's how we got to 21 to 20 here at Cedar Bluff. Taking a look at the unofficial stats that we've recorded. 
Uh, Parker Woodham, 20 carries, 156 yards, two touchdowns. Jackson Lovern, three carries for 23 yards. Tate Bradford, one carry for three yards. And McManus, one carry or one carry for uh, negative two yards. Uh, Brett, do you have any scores from out of town? Oh, wow, man. I've got a whole bunch that hey, uh, awesome. I've been trying to go through. Uh, let's see. Um, R.A. Hubbard, 20. Meek, 20. That's in one that we would be matched up with. Uh, Aniston, 14. St. James, 14. Wadley, 28 to nothing over Galesville. Clay Central, 34 to nothing over Carroll. Summit and Christian losing to Winterboro, 16 to nothing. Handley, 35. Geneva, 0. Elba, 35. Ranburn, 20. Uh, some of the big games, uh, seven, 6 and 7A and uh, Thompson, 42, Florence, 0. And I'll tell a little quick little story about Thompson. Okay. When we were at the uh, volleyball uh, state uh, playoffs this past week, uh, Thompson's uh, fans came and really kind of adopted our team and uh, cheered them on. It was a nice little moment. That's uh, cool. A sea of red, they said, just kind of moved in and sat down with our fans. And so, so do we uh, need to do the Warrior Tomahawk? Yeah, we do. We need to give the Warrior tonight and give them a give them a little props. Uh, again, for, forty-two to nothing over Florence, right there. Hoover forty-two to nothing over Sparkman. Looks like them two are going to be uh, working back against themselves uh, to later in the playoffs. Uh, Opelika twenty-eight, Northridge zero, Auburn twenty-one, Baker three. Central Phoenix City 24, Daphne 0. Uh, got Alexandria 38, Ardmore nothing. Um, and that's all the ones I can find right now. And we'll take a, uh, another look at uh, some other uh, scores from around uh, the area when we come back. It is halftime here at LD Bruce Field, the campus of Cedar Bluff High School. 21-20, Woodland hanging on to a one-point lead. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Hello football fans! Over the past year, South Florida and our communities have come together as a team to tackle the pandemic and we've made incredible strides toward the end zone. This year, as we continue to focus on our health and safety, we hope that same level of teamwork and success continues on the field this football season. Become a part of the winning team and join the people behind the power today. To find a list of open positions, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. Benefield Funeral Home is proud to be family-owned and operated with a long-standing tradition of providing caring and compassionate services. Here when you need us since 1972, 49 years of service in your time of need, providing pre-arrangement or at-need funeral services to family satisfaction, handling all types of cemetery work from headstones to coping walls. Benefield Funeral Home serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Our family serving yours during your time of need. In the market for power equipment to assist in making life easier around your yard? Well, that wait is over. Meadows Farm Equipment in Widawi is your one-stop place. From Husqvarna mowers, chainsaws, weed eaters, blowers, gas, or battery powered, look no further than the good folks at Meadows Farm Equipment. Farm implements, harrows and plows by Rhino and Dirt Dog. Trimmers and saws. Meadows, also your local dealer for Spartan mowers. Come by and check out our selection today. Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at Meadows Farm Equipment. Com. 
Planning for your retirement, funding your children's education, or building a legacy to leave your family does not have to be scary or complicated. The Knowles Group has over 20 years of experience helping families in Randolph County achieve their financial goals, and we would love to help you achieve yours. We have the experience and expertise necessary to help you navigate the world of financial planning for any stage of life. To ask any questions or set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Safe Financial Incorporated, SPS. Now back to Woodland versus Cedar Bluff on iSchool Sports Network. Here's Brett Waits and Taylor Jones. Halftime here at Cedar Bluff. The Bobcats on top of the Tigers by a score of 21 to 20. 80 of the top high school football players in Alabama and Mississippi are headed to Hattiesburg, Mississippi on December the 11th for the 35th annual Alabama-Mississippi All-Star football game that will be held at M.M. Roberts Stadium on the campus of the University of Southern Mississippi. Two 40-member squads of high school seniors will match their talents at the 12 o'clock noon kickoff on that Saturday afternoon. Tickets will be available online and at the stadium on game day for $10 each. The event is hosted by the Alabama High School Athletic, Athletic Directors and Coaches Association and the Mississippi Association of Coaches. Don't miss it. It's on December the 11th. That message is a public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Halftime here at Cedar Bluff. 21-20 is your score. and We do want to pass out a uh, shout-out, something uh, very cool that uh, Mayor Scott Carter just uh, told us about. Jeff Fetner uh, from Clark Brothers Meats and also the Chuck Wagon Steakhouse in Roanoke donating the uh, meal today for the Bobcats. Yeah, yeah, great night for the Bobcats to uh, get the boys in. And they sat down and ate steaks last night. And uh, I know Noah told me that uh, he had a, a huge baked potato. And uh, just a you know great night for them to kind of be able to fellowship and have time together and, uh, you know, be brothers. Absolutely. That's yeah. And they may not know it right now, but this is probably one of the most special times in your life. You don't really think about it now because there's so much going on. But when you look back and you say, "Hey, that the brotherhood, the fellowship that we had, uh, that's something that can never be broken. That's something that is very special." That's right. That's right. And especially in the playoffs. I mean, like I said, the playoffs are just magical. Uh, it's just you know, it's winter go home. It's you've got everything riding on it, and um, you know, to be able to have those moments like they did and. Uh, Thank Mr. Fetner for uh, providing that for him. And then, of course, uh, Mr. Bo Williams came in. He said, you got to give a shout-out to the dogs. I said, I'm not going to do that, but I have used Hunker Down already in this game as a tip of the cap to Larry Munson. So that's about as far as, yeah, as, as I, I mean, can do it. Larry Munson was one of the all-time greats. It's okay to go with his uh, his catchphrase. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, one of those things that uh, we normally stand during the game just because of vantage points and all that. But if I can use the line, I broke my chair. It was a <laughs> – about a four-inch thick, thick, thick chair, you know. I, I, you know, want to use that one if I can. But uh, it's been a very exciting game so far. The Bobcats have done pretty well, but again, as you said, momentum kind of going the way of Cedar Bluff over the last uh, quarter or so, and it's just very important to kind of take that away from them. Oh yeah, you know, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So uh, we had it going good in the first quarter and had a lot of good things going our way. Uh, second quarter, things kind of turned. Uh, Hopefully that extra point miss uh, is something that's able to save us, and uh, we get a good stop when they come out in the second half. Uh, they get the ball first, so we got to be on defense and get a get a good stop there. And uh, we got to we got to put some more points on the board. I think we're going to need Parker to do every bit of what he's done in the first half already. 
Yeah, you're exactly right. And taking a look at the unofficial stats, as we said, uh, the stats that we've uh, that I've done uh, by trying to do that and do play-by-play -play and try to produce the broadcast and all, too. So if it's off, I do apologize. Uh, Parker Woodham, 20 carries for 156 yards, two touchdowns. Jackson Lovern, three carries for 23 yards. Tate Bradford, one carry for three yards. Guy McManus with one carry for negative two yards. Jackson Lovern with a rushing touchdown, but he has thrown two interceptions in the game. Interceptions for the Bobcat defense. Christopher Butler had one in the first quarter and then a fumble recovery. That was on the uh, initial punt of the ball game. Logan Barrett coming up with that one in the first quarter as well. So that's kind of really been the big thing uh, for both of these teams is Woodland had a lot of momentum at the very beginning, but they were able to take uh, take advantage of Cedar Bluff turnovers. Mentioned that in the first quarter. The thing that they could not do against Horseshoe Bend, everything was going right for them in that aspect in the first quarter against Cedar Bluff. But then Woodland turned the ball over a couple of times, and Cedar Bluff was able to take advantage of those, especially those two touchdowns there in the second quarter. And that's something that's got to be erased when you come out here in the second half. Oh, yeah, points off turnovers. I mean, it, it was it was very evident. Those those took a couple of scores were off turnovers. Um, and we've got to do something about that. We can't turn the ball over. We've got to extend our drives. Uh, you know, our drives haven't been very long. I haven't really got over into the second half of our sheet. You know, the longest thing we've had has been six, six plays. Um, so we've got to get a little bit more uh, – take a little more time. We've got to get a little more uh, – few more yards on the carries and, and kind of drive it down the field and kind of take a little bit of their momentum and take a little bit of that physicalness out of them. Uh, I used the word tenderize them earlier. That's what we got to do the rest of this, uh, this half. Absolutely, you're right. Both teams are on the field getting warmed up for the second half. We'll take one last timeout when we come back. Second half action between your Woodland Bobcats and the Cedar Bluff Tigers. Cedar Bluff will receive the opening kickoff for the second half. This is Bobcat football from iSchool Sports Network. 21-20, Woodland on top at the half. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated and other entities and or marketing names, products or services here are independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions, a full deli at all locations, the meat department with a full-time butcher, available for freshly cut meats. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery in Heflin, Piedmont, Widawi, and Roanoke, Alabama. Cedar Bluff, your score 21-20 in favor of the Bobcats. Bobcats will be kicking off to Cedar Bluff as we start the second half. And we have proven, especially in this game, that we can make things happen. We've got to come out just as hot in the third and fourth quarters as we did in the first quarter. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we need to do. Start strong, get a stop, and uh, take the ball and drive it down the field. Taylor, i got to give you a – I got uh, a text that said uh, uh, her favorite principal was uh, was calling the game tonight, and so I, I got to give little uh, Lydia McCain a shout-out. Awesome. I'm... Have a Hope... fun night, Lydia. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully you're staying warm inside and happy we can bring the action to you. We don't have any heaters going or anything up in this press box, but it's it's comfortable. But then, you know, we stand up to call the game again, and I was like, it's, it's kind of chilly out there. It, it kind of is. So, uh, of course, as soon as we get off the air, I'll hand you the keys. You warm the car up, and uh, we'll be ready to that sounds get home good. In, a car, in a warm car. Yeah, that's right. Second year in a row, we've had to play a high school that's awfully close to the water. Remember last year, Waterloo, only thing we could see was the Tennessee River on our way in. And tonight, the only thing we can see is Weiss Lake and the Coosa River. I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Rail in Gadsden, uh, provider of our pregame meal today. You and I, we had the uh, – I had the barbecue cheeseburger. I think they called it the Pub House. Yeah, the, the, pub, the pub House burgers. Yeah. You got a bowl of chili. We also got some uh, fried pimento cheese balls, which were outstanding. I don't think I, I've ever had anything remotely close to uh, that good as we had at the Rail in downtown Gadsden. That was really good. Uh, those, those pimento cheese bites were great with the uh, – the pepper jelly, uh, bacon Absolutely. jelly, bacon jam, I guess yeah. they call it, with peppers in it. It was it was great. Pretty solid addition. And hopefully next week, if we are on the road again, uh, the winner of R.A. Hubbard and Meek, if R.A. Hubbard wins that game, the winner of this game will host them. But if uh, Meek wins and we win, we'll be going to Meek. Hey, and so. Meek brought back and tied it up for the half, so 2020. Sounds like it's a shootout over there as it is here. Cowbells are firing up here on our side of the field. Officials are really letting both teams get hyped up. I think it's more so letting them get warmed up than it is hyped up, but it's a fun atmosphere right here at Cedar Bluff. Yeah, kind of waiting on the clock to tick down here. They put that extra three minutes on. Looking out uh, over our crowd, I rarely see an empty seat. Cedar Bluff's got a pretty good crowd over on their side as well. Student section loud and proud wearing camo. If I had to guess, it was hunt down the Bobcats day at school. and Their students are. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty safe guess. Students are coming out in full force wearing their camo today. And as Line usual, we've paced them. 
Parker Woodham inside the 25. It will be scooped up, taken down the near sideline. He's got plenty of space. 50, 45, a couple of guys to beat. He's finally pushed out of bounds by Tate Bradford inside the 35-yard line. What a way to start for Bucky Leak and the Cedar Bluff Tigers as they take the opening kickoff of the second half down to the 36-yard line, first down and 10. We do have an injured Bobcat over on the far side of the field. Looks like it is Guy McManus. Yeah, it looks like there's a penalty flag out over there too. Not sure. While Guy is being attended to, we'll take a timeout. 11.49 to go in the third quarter, 21-20 in favor of the Bobcats here on iSchool Sports Network. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, has over 55 years of experience in senior services. TRC is committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages. And Trailer Retirement Community provides housekeeping and dietitian-approved meals. Visit TrailerHealth.com or call 334-863-3500. Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. You're listening to round one of the Alabama High School Athletic Association playoffs on your home for Woodland Bobcat football, iSchool Sports Network. Guy McManus was the injured Bobcat. Did, not exactly sure what happened, but he walked off the field in his own power. Coach Curtis Deason taking his football helmet away, so hopefully uh, he's not taking that helmet away for too long. No. But there is a flag on the far side of the field, and we're having a discussion right now about what that is. Got a uh, – definitely an unsportsmanlike. The and we Bluff will push the ball all the way back. We would have started at their own 39 or 36-yard line will now be on their side of the field, inside their own uh, 35 to the 31. And because of Guy McManus uh, coming out of the football game, Mick Bailey is uh, going to pull out the number 20 jersey and will wear number 20 the rest of the way. So Cedar Bluff will now start at the 31-yard line, first down and 10 with 11.49 to go in the third quarter. Shotgun set for Jacob Burleson. They've got three wide receivers, two lined up to the near side. He calls for it. It will be a handoff to the tailback. Fumble on the play. It's picked up by the Bobcats. Tate Bradford falling on it inside the 36-yard line. Came right to Tate Bradford. What a great play there. And just like that, the magic that we had in the first quarter, I feel like it's coming back, Brett Waits. A long kickoff return that was negated by a silly penalty for Cedar Bluff. They started at their own 31-yard line instead of the Bobcats 37. And very quickly, the opening play is a handoff. It's fumbled, picked up by Tate Bradford. That is the third turnover of the game for the Woodland Bobcats defense. 
So now Woodland will start at the 37-yard line. And he will get hit behind the line of scrimmage. We got to keep some guys off of Parker right there. Looking to see where they got him to. So, yeah, it will be at the 36-yard line. No gain on the play. It's starting to get a little chippy in this game. We got some uh, some yeah yeah and kind of back and forth and got some guys that are uh, kind of – you can tell both teams really want this. But you got you got to sympathize with the Tigers. How would you feel if you're high and mighty? Uh, Region champions getting beat by a three and seven team. That's true. That's true. You're how, champs. How, how dare Woodland come into Cedar Bluff and give them a run for their money? How dare they? It will be a delay of game, though, for the Bobcats. That will move them back five yards, second down and 15. So that will move them back to the 41-yard line. Second and 15. Shotgun set, Jackson Lover, and Parker will be in motion from right to left, and it's uh, pitched over his head, and he'll fall on it on the other side of the 50-yard line to the 49. Back to the 49. So he'll fall back to the 49-yard line. That'll be a, gain, a loss of about 10 on the play. Third down and long, they've got to get to, I believe, the 26. Jackson will hand off to Parker, and he slips. Man. Slips behind the line of scrimmage. And there's going to be a late flag. There's going to be a late flag. Who is it on? I'm telling you, little chippy. And Cedar Bluff, their players are pretty excited over there, but hopefully it'll be on them. Officials are conferring at midfield. It'll be a dead ball, personal foul on the Bobcats. Not on Cedar Bluff, so it's going to back us up hurts even them even further. more. So I'll move the ball all the way to the 34-yard line. Not even going to try to do the math on that one. And it will be a high snap for Bradford. Good punt, though, as he will call for it inside the 35-yard line. So Cedar Bluff will take over 36 with 9.58 to go. So that momentum that Woodland seemed to have, not a lot going on with that one. So now the only thing the defense can do now is stand tall once again in order to try to get the ball back for the offense and give them a second shot. 
Well, we know we're going to have to play good defense. That's that's what we know. And uh, we just got to keep plugging away at them. 9.58 to go in the third quarter, 21-20. Woodland on top. Cedar Bluff, their second possession of the first half. It's going to be a keeper by Burleson. He breaks one tackle, breaks two, gets down to the 38-yard line. But, again, Justice Herring like a spy right there at his face as soon as he went to uh, try to hand the ball off. You know, I think they try to read Justice right there on some of those plays, but uh, he's doing a good job of kind of putting him in a bind and, and looking at that mesh point. Good stop there from Justice Herring. Only gets him a gain of one. Shotgun set, one back, sidecar left to Jacob Burleson. They've got three wide receivers, two to the near side. Burleson looking to go right side, and it is incomplete. Overshot his intended receiver, number 11, Cade Browning, by about five yards around the 30-yard line. Good coverage there on the Bobcats, and that'll bring up third down and nine. Overthrew him right there, Christopher Butler with good coverage. 9.17 to go in the third quarter, 21-20. This third quarter is brought to you by Main Street Animal Hospital. Visit Dr. Nick Baldwin and the staff at Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke for the best in small animal care. Here are the cowbells on our side of the field trying to motivate this team to get a big stop on third down. Three, two, one on the play clock. They just get the snap off. Bobcats rushing four. Logan Barrett's going to wrap him up and hit him behind the line of scrimmage down to the 21-yard line. Logan Barrett, Austin champion. Eli Rollins in the backfield. What a stop, Bobcat defense. That's one of those plays right there. They're trying to set up the screen. They let the uh, defensive lineman go. We just got back there way too fast, way faster than they thought we were going to. And I know we're pretty much talking to the same people, Brett, but defense, they did their job. Offense, the floor is yours. We've got to get something going right here. Get the momentum back on our side. You've proven that you can do it before. We know you can do it again. And I believe Coach Beckett from Cedar Bluff is going to call a timeout. And while we have that timeout, we'll give you this message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. All AHSAA championship events are made possible by the support of our corporate partners, Alabama Power Company, Alpha Insurance, Coca-Cola, Encore Rehabilitation, Future Ones, Jax, Team IP, and Wilson, and our corporate sponsors, sponsors Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cadence Bank, Play On Sports, and TNT Fireworks. These fine corporate citizens are worthy of your support. A special thank you to the AHSAA corporate partners. This public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. So what would you like to see differently here on uh, this uh, punting situation, Woodland getting the ball back? Yeah, I, you know, I would like to see us try to set up the punt return right here, maybe get us a wall, try to get uh, Tate with some some movement down the sideline and see if he can't get us some yardage. We go, should have good field position. Uh, and then I'd like to see our offense kind of grind it out some right here. We, 8.35 to go in the third quarter. Back to punts. Will be number three for the Tigers. That is going to be Burt, Preston Burt. Tate Bradford back to return the punt. He is creeping inside the 45-yard line to the 46. Good snap. Good punt for the Tigers. The bounces inside the 40, and it will take a – Curve inside the 30, ultimately resting at the 27-yard line. First down and 10 for the Woodland Bobcats. 
Ball officially at the 28. Definitely need a little bit of a drive here. Need, need to take some time off the clock, and we need some points. If we can, uh, we can go here and go up eight. That's a big move. 8.23 to go in of the third quarter. Woodland on top, 21-20. Round one of the AHSAA playoffs coming to you live from Cedar Bluff High School. Shotgun set, good snap. We'll be taking Parker Woodham. He bounces out left side, carrying a few Tigers with him down to the 29-yard line. A gain of about two on the play for Parker Woodham. Tackled by a host of Tigers. by Browning, Kennard, Lee. Or you know, if it's you know one of those things where you don't you don't want to you don't want to do anything too crazy to begin with, but anything you can do to keep Cedar Bluff not in the lead, milking the clock, you know, we'll take that as well. Yeah. Shotgun set. Jackson calls forward on a sweep from right to left. Tate Bradford. Bradford bouncing out, shoves one guy to the ground. He gets to the 30, shakes another guy to the ground. He finally goes down at the 34-yard line, a solid carry of five for Tate Bradford. Good run. He had to break a couple of guys to break away from him to get going. Oh, good job of getting some positive yardage. So we'll get down to the 34-yard line for a third down play for the Bobcats. Very manageable. 7-12 to go. We haven't had enough of those plays where we can kind of keep them on the outside. Like I said, they're all bunched in. They're, they're trying to stop our run. Uh, we haven't had enough to keep them backed off of us. Nick Bailey is the H-back in this formation, a play-action pass. Parker getting the fake. Jackson's going to have to keep it himself. He's got the first down. He's pushed way out of bounds, waiting for a flag, and I don't think we see one. Jackson Loverty does get that first down. Good call we by Jackson anyway. to pull it down and run with it. Will be a first down as he gets to the 38-yard line. I know we saw Christian Bean running kind of open out there. Uh, and of course, Christian always looks open. Uh, but good call by him to pull it down and go ahead and get the first. 6.39 and counting. Jackson's in and Parker in motion. Oh, we got some movement on the line. I believe it's going to be on us. And it will be a false start on the Bobcats. Look like over on the near side, Christian Beam again looking a little too excited to get out there and block. Yeah. So moving back to first and 15. Back to the 33 yard line. Shotgun set, Parker on a pitch to the left side, gets hit behind the line of scrimmage down to the 29. Just couldn't quite uh, find the hole, bumped into his defenders or bumped into his blockers and he lost yards down to the 29. Yeah, that's tough right there. Gotta seal that edge there. They're crashing off of that side. Second down and 19 to go. They've got to get to the 48 yard line as they stand tall now at the 29. Parker in motion from left to right. Jackson looking to pass. He's got Tate Bradford near side. It is caught 
And it will be pushed out of bounds at the 43-yard line. A pretty solid catch there by Tate Bradford. Only yeah. going to be about five yards shy of that first down. Good catch. That will be a 15-yard pass. First that, completion of the day for Jackson Lover. That makes this uh, third down a little more. Jackson calls for it. It will be handoff Parker. Parker low in the shoulder. Gets to the 45. Still going to be about a couple of yards shy of that first down as he gets Man. to the 46. Looks like he got about three of that four. Maybe two. They didn't look like they giving him quite as much as I thought they were. Fourth and one, and the Bobcats will pump this one away. Had a couple of, well, had one penalty on that drive there, but if you're looking for one thing to really take away from that, they did take a lot of time off the clock, about four minutes worth. Yeah, yeah, that's one good thing. Let's pin them deep right here and. Bradford, a high punt, taken to the near side of the field, calling for the fair catch. Will be Bucky Leak at the 20-yard line. That's where Cedar Bluff will start their next drive. 4.46 to go in the third quarter. Woodland on top, 21-20. What was your to say? Oh, really? We did break the Third quarter. Got to find a way to stop this Cedar Bluff defense here. We've gotten a turnover so far here in this quarter. That was Tate Bradford falling on it. Also forced them to punt as well. So we'll see what the Tigers have in store here. Looks like we're going to see a four wide receiver set, three to the far side, one in the backfield. Be a handoff to the tailback. Mick Bailey hits him behind the line of scrimmage down to the 19-yard line. Mick Bailey like he was shot out of a cannon. Picked up the carry and knocked him behind the line of scrimmage. That brings up second down. Mick Bailey now wearing number 20. Something about wearing number 20 just makes you fast. Mick yeah. is already fast, but when you have <laughs> on that 20, it just makes you look even faster. He looks faster. even faster. Mick Bailey wearing the old school neck pad as well. Somebody that fast, somebody that tough. You got to run the ball away from him. You got to give it. Shotgun for Burleson. Burleson looking to go right side. He throws middle of the field. It's incomplete. It was intended for Bucky Lee. Great job by David Knowles and Parker Woodham to hit him as soon as he made the play. He dropped the ball. That is third down. Let's keep this one going, Bobcats. One more play. Got to hunker down one more time here. Here are the cheerleaders in front of us. Let's go defense. The cowbells are starting to fade in. As we're looking for a huge defensive stop here with 4.05 to go in the third quarter. 21-20 is your score, Burleson in the shotgun. Four wide receivers through to the near side. He's looking to pass. He's going to go deep down the right side. It is short. Oh, my God, he caught it. It was, it was a ball that was way underthrown. Bucky Leak said that he trapped it at the 49-yard. No incomplete pass. The officials say it was incomplete. 
It was a great, uh, great pass by Burleson. Again, one of those dangerous throws that he's made where he kind of floats it out there. Avery Porter had coverage over on the far side, almost had the interception. It was that underthrown, but Burleson kind of reached his hand out as far as he could, trying to trap his hand at the bottom. Couldn't quite make that happen. That's a big incomplete and a big fourth down coming up for the Bobcat defense. Yeah, that, it was kind of thrown up high, and we kind of stopped running under it, and uh, Bucky Leak just kind of run back under there and kind of kept going. Had it hit his hand, but it was a good call by the refs to see that it it, it it hit the ground and he was just trapping it right there. But good sale by Bucky trying to make it look legit. Very quickly they get the offense off the field. And uh, Cedar Bluff looking to punt this one away. It'll hop into the hands of Tate Bradford. He's got it midfield, 45. Go, Tate. Down to the 40. He goes, and that's where the Bobcats will start inside Cedar Bluff territory. First down and 10 at the 40-yard line. Great return by Tate right there. He made a couple of guys miss and got up the middle. Got us good field position. See if we can get some... Uh, scores from around the area. I've been getting a handful of texts. Uh, we'll see if we can get those here in just a second. After this play, we'll turn things over to Brett Waits and he'll give us some scores from out of town. Good job from the iSchool Sports crew for giving us scores from not only our games, but from games going on in our area as well. Out of the pistol, low snap, Jackson Lover, and he's got to hang on to the ball, and he will as he falls back to the 46-yard line. It was just a bobbled snap. Jackson fell on it, lost six on the play. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's Brett Waits. Hey, look at there. Meek has went up 30-20 to 20 on R.A. Hubbard. Wow. Uh, Clay Central scoring 41, Carroll zero. Uh, now it's 38-20, Meek. That just came in. Hubbardville 27, Hackleburg 14. Uh, let Lafayette lose into Ayrton 34-6. Parker bounces out the right side, gets to the 30, gets to the 22-yard line before he steps out of bounds. That's a home star mortgage first down for Parker Woodham and the Bobcats. And Lynette's up 12 to nothing. So a 24-yard gain there for Parker Woodham and the Bobcats, a Homestar Mortgage first down by the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage. Find the easiest way home with Homestar Mortgage and the Lori Brown team, 334-863-4052. Shotgun set from the 22-yard line. Jackson calls for it, hands off Parker, left side, gets to the 20, hurls, uh, hurdles over a Cedar Bluff Tiger that was number seven, Hunter Stallings that Parker jumped over. He got down to the 17-yard line, a gain of five. Great couple of runs by Parker Woodham right there. I think he wants that single season uh, rushing. I believe he's already well over that. Uh, judging by my calculations, he had 156 yards at halftime, and he's gotten a handful of carries so far in this third quarter. 2.08 to go, Bobcats on top by one, 21 to 20. Parker will get the ball, cuts left side, needing some help, and he will get inside the 10-yard line down to the eight. We're now inside the First Bank red zone. Some things change, but not at First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. You'll like banking with us at First Bank. He was bouncing off of people running through there. It's kind of like a bowling ball. Be a gain of nine for Parker Woodham. 
Shotgun set, he's sidecar left to Jackson Lover, and he'll hand off Parker up the middle. Kind of lowers his head and goes underneath a Cedar Bluff defensive lineman. Inside the five, he goes, and there's a flag on the play. Happened after the play. We'll see who that was on. It looks like it's going to be on Cedar Bluff. And they are discussing it at the five-yard line. We'll see what the White Hat says. Dead ball, personal foul on the Tigers. That'll move them up half the distance to the goal. It should be a first down. So it happened around the five-yard line, so it should be at the two-and-a-half. So, yep, two-and-a-half-yard line is where they will go. Got to punch it in here. Sidecar right is Parker Woodham. Jackson will hand off to Parker. Parker lowers his head. He gets close. He's right at the goal line, but I think he's going to be just short. Awful close right there, awful close. They will mark him just short at the one-yard line. Big play upcoming here on third and goal. You got to get big man on big man right here, and let's just stick this thing in. 56 seconds to go in the quarter. Woodland on top by one point, looking to go up by eight. They are knocking on the door at the one-yard line. Sidecar right is Parker Woodham. Jackson hands off Parker, lowers the shoulder. He sticks his head in the end zone. He's in. Touchdown, Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. A hard-earned touchdown drive there for the Woodland Bobcats, and they extend their lead now, currently 27-20. Great job right there, great job. Big play there for the entire Bobcat offense. Lining up for the 56 vintage market extra point attempt is Parker Woodham, and it is true. 42 seconds to go in the third quarter. Woodland extends their lead 28-20 here in Cedar Bluff. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports Network. For custom made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the old station etching and engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your businesses or your favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the old station to get the job done right. For affordable customization with a quick turnaround, that's the old station etching and engraving. Part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. At ML Aubrey and Roanoke, we have been in business in the same location since 1909 when my great-granddaddy first opened. Shopping locally is nothing new to us. At ML Aubrey, we are having our Christmas open house on November 6th from 8 until 5. All Christmas decor, remaining fall merchandise, and everything in the Santa Shack will be discounted. And we'll have lots of refreshments and samples of our Amish jams and jellies, our new Alabama peanuts, Alabama sunshine, and Captain Rodney's. Make your plans for November 6th. Open house at ML Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. For a look at the Reliance Realty score and recap presented by your premier source for real estate information, Reliance Realty, here's Brett Waits. Hey, uh, we got a seven-play drive capped off by a tough, tough Parker Woodham one-yard touchdown run. 
List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit Reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. Kalen Houston a little slow to get up after the extra point attempt, but he is off on his own power. Guy McManus, his shoulder pads are off, and he's walked around the sidelines like he wants to be out there and play so bad, but out of abundance of caution, he will not. Hopefully we'll get a good report at the uh, beginning of next week, and hopefully things will hold on right here and we get to see him in round two. That's what we need. Good sign. Kalen's up talking. Noah Waits lined up to kick this one away. Short kick taken inside the 30. He'll try to go to the right side of the field, trying to draw everybody off, and he gets to the 35. He's finally knocked out of bounds just shy of the 40-yard line. Cedar Bluff will take over their next drive with 33 seconds to go in the third quarter. They'll have it at the 39-yard line. So that's what we needed right there, a quick three and out for the Cedar Bluff offense. Woodland capitalizes on a long drive there, took a – Long time off the clock. When did that uh, drive start uh, again? Uh, started back at the 335 mark. So Not bad. Not bad. Took, uh, yeah. took, took three minutes Three off. minutes and two seconds off the clock. That's not bad. Oh, what a great game this has been. And the heart of these Bobcats is second to none right now. God, I'm proud of them. Shotgun set. Hand off to the tailback. He's hit at the line of scrimmage. He's knocked down by Austin Champion. Austin Champion and Justice Herring will knock him behind the line of scrimmage to the 38. What a play. Justice Herring has been at the mesh point all, all night, night long, and things are going well. He has really played that well. I mean, you could tell they really try to read him, so he comes open a lot, but he has really disrupted some of that. A good job by Austin Champion right there, just blowing through his block and making that tackle. Got to have that defensive line keep making plays. And that will be the end of the third quarter. Your score, 28-20 in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. That third quarter brought to you by Main Street Animal Hospital. Visit Dr. Nick Baldwin and the staff at Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke for the best in small animal care. Get your fours up, Bobcat Nation. We're going to the fourth quarter up by eight in round one against Cedar Bluff. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. 12 minutes to go in regulation. The Bobcats are up 28-20 over Cedar Bluff. Second down for the Cedar Bluff Tigers. 
They're looking to throw deep, and it is way over the head of his intended receiver, number 11, Cade Browning. Great coverage again by Austin Chan, or excuse me, uh, Avery Porter on that play, and that's going to bring up a long third down for the Cedar Bluff Tigers. But look, we got uh, fourth quarter left, 28-20. We got to hold them here. We've got Gotta to hold. hold them strong right now. They tried to isolate us over here with this uh, one wide receiver to this side, and they tried to run a double move with him, kind of a hitch-and-go kind of route. Uh, he kind of set it down, got Avery to kind of come to him, and then he turned around and ran the go route. We just overthrew it. It is really a smart thing because they've got a four wide receiver set, but three are lined up to the far side, so you automatically think, well, they've got to go over there. That's where more of your guys are. Burleson, look at the oh. right side. Here's a fumble on the play. Who fell on it? Was it Noah Waits? Noah Waits falls on the fumble, and the Bobcats have it. Noah Waits made the fumble, and it was Justice Herring falling on it at the 34-yard line. No, I think line. that's Justice Herring. 68, not 58. I apologize, Danielle, but uh, Justice Herring falling on it at the 34. Great job, Justice. Great job. Oh, my goodness. That is the fourth Cedar Bluff turnover tonight. And that defensive line has really played well. Uh, they try to set up in their uh, pass defense and their pass uh, block, and we just we were able to get to him. First and ten from the 33. Jackson calls for it. It'll be a sweep to Tate Bradford, and he'll get up into behind the line of scrimmage down to the 36. Nick Clinton, Alexander Lee, big hit. He will fall back to the 37. Second down, 14 to go now for Woodland at the 37. 11-16 and counting to go in the fourth. You know, Justice Heard made that big play on the last defense. I'd like to run right under him right here. Let's let him make a big block to, to spring Pitch it. Pitch left side, Parker Wood. He, he cuts back up the middle of the field. Inside the 20, he goes down to the 27. Another solid carry there for Parker Woodham. Ten-yard carry for Mr. Woodham. This is right up our alley right here, third and three. This is what we do. We, we ground, grind the ball out right here and get this first down. Sidecar left, Parker Woodham, Jackson Lover. Under center takes a snap. Parker trying to get to the 25-yard line, but he will not. After that, he gets only a gain of one down to the 26, fourth down. They got a little penetration right there. We didn't hold the line. They was able to get a hold of Parker and keep him there. Four down territory, as you can imagine. 27-yard line. Jackson, shotgun set, hands off Parker, left side, he's got space, go Parker, inside the 20, he goes, he's carrying the Tigers down to the 15-yard line, and another Homestar Mortgage first down inside the first bank red zone. Down to the 15, he goes, that is a 12-yard carry for Parker Woodham. Great run, great call, running right under Justice Heron there again. 
So inside the first bank red zone, they go again here in the fourth quarter. Some things change, but not at First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. You'll like banking with us at First Bank. 9.17 to go here in the fourth quarter. Bradford in motion from right to left. It'll be Parker getting the handoff. Leg coming in before the end of the play. Parker down to the 13-yard line, gain of two. Play game. Holding on the Bobcats, so erase that. That'll... Moving back to the 20. Now they'll move them back to the 24. Hard to get those negative plays, get behind the chains. You got to move your feet and get, get around to where your block is actually at, and you got to keep your hands inside to keep those holding calls down. 8.51 to go. First down and 10. Jackson trying to draw Cedar Bluff off sides. Doesn't work. Hand off to Parker. He goes down. And he's held by his face mask. And that will get Woodland even further to uh, – even closer to the end zone. It was a uh, big going. number 50 on the defensive line. That was Hagen Stallings bringing him down. He had him down, but he decided to grab his face mask there at the end, I That's guess, right. to get a better grip on this cold night. But, hey, it helps us out. We'll take it. Yeah. 15 yards is 15 yards. That's right. So they will mark it from the 27-yard line. That'll move them even closer down to the or, 20. Or five, or five yards. About the 22-yard line is where they'll go. So I guess now first and 17 to go? Second and seven. Second. Second and 17. It'll be a handoff. Bradford has fumbled on the play, and Cedar Bluff's going to fall on it inside the 35. Can you make any sense of, of what just happened there? No. <laughs> no. Not real sure. I know the ball squirted out as he was getting tackled, and we give it up right there at the 40-yard uh, line. 30 Six-yard line. So they will start. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven yard line here in this fourth quarter, moving from left to right. They're moving towards their school and away from Lake Weiss. Four wide, two to either side. Play action pass. He's in trouble. Burleson gets to the line of scrimmage and pushed back by Austin Champion. Back he goes behind the 35-yard line to the 34. It's about a three-yard sack on the play for Austin Champion. This Bobcat defense had 64 tackles for loss coming into the game, and I felt like they've got another 64 just in this game. I know it. They have been living in the backfield. and Negative plays, they are, they are what helps you out. So the clock will continue to run for the Cedar Bluff Tigers. Four wide receivers, two to either side, one in the backfield. That's number 15, James Clifton. Burleson a roll out to the left side. It will be a bootleg keeper. Gets to the 40, cuts back to the 45 before finally being pushed out at the 47-yard line. So that will be a solid carry. Awfully close to that first down. They may have to measure. Yeah, it's pretty close. 
you can feel sort of the urgency. Cedar Bluff is getting under eight minutes here. Um, you know, they're wanting to spread us out a little more, and they're wanting to uh, you know, try to move the ball. 7.24 to go. They are going to say he's a yard shy of the first down, needing to get. No, they are going to give him the first down. He needed the 47. He got the 47. 7.20 and counting. Nathaniel Smitherman running out on the line for the Woodland Bobcats. Not they are going to bring. Not they are going to call a timeout. I think some miscommunication is – uh, Smitty ran out on the field when he wasn't supposed to, so there will be a timeout on the field. 7.07 to go in the fourth quarter. Bobcats on top by 8.28.20. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. At Rono Case Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. Paint, tools, electrical, plumbing, hardware, lawn and garden, power equipment, lumber, roofing, siding, doors, windows, drywall, insulation, they have it all, and much, much more. And if they don't have it on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. When you want a different level of service, Ace is the place. And remember that low-price guarantee. That's Roanoke Ace Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South. Sports Network scoreboard. Here's Brett Williams. Hey, big score right here. Elba 49, Ramburn 20 in the fourth quarter. Um, Mobile Christian 22, Bibb 12, Jacksonville leads 26 to 21, and Hubbardville 33, Hackleburg 14. And Handley is final 42 to 6 over Geneva. 707 here in the fourth quarter, 28-20 in favor of Woodland. First down and 10 from the Cedar Bluff 47-yard line. Jacob Burleson has four wide receivers three to the near side. He will keep it himself, gets up the middle of the field, gets to the 40, goes left side, gets inside the 30 before being pushed out of bounds by David. Uh, David Knowles, and will be a huge first down for Cedar Bluff. Definitely one I wasn't expecting right there. He hasn't really kept the ball to himself a lot during this ball game unless he's been in trouble. Yeah, they starting to move him a little bit more. And like I said, he, he had over 500 yards rushing, and uh, he's a big kid. So um, it's hard to hard to bring him down. He made a good move right there to make a guy miss, and, and we had the middle of the field open, and he was able to keep running. 6.59 to go, first down and 10, Cedar Bluff. Four wide receivers, three to the near side for Burleson. He's got a running back side car left. He's going to bounce out to the left side. It'll be Christian Beam pushing him out of bounds, and that will be a gain of only about two on the play, and that'll bring up second down. Christian Beam strung him out right there. They were trying to run him again. That's a designed run. So he will get out of bounds. It will stop the clock. Bobcats on top by 8, 28 to 20. They're going to say he did get a gain of three on the play. Great defensive stop there by that rover, Christian Beam. He'll check out of the ball game. Logan Barrett goes back into that spot. Need a big stop. Shotgun set three wide. They're all lined up near us. One in the backfield. Good snap handoff to the tailback up the middle. He'll get inside the 25, down to the 20. And that will, it should be good enough for another first down for Cedar Bluff. Trying to take advantage of the middle of the field there, which is something they haven't been able to do all game long. Yeah, yeah. They found something. I don't know if he, he run a little trap right there. I couldn't tell how, how they kind of got it so open, but uh, they was able to kind of get him up the middle. 
First down and 10, Cedar Bluff. Putting together a pretty solid drive here with 6.27 to go, down by eight. Three wide receivers near side, one to the far. They're going to hand off up the middle again, and not very much there on the play. Uh, only a gain of about uh, probably four on the play down to the 16-yard line on the handoff to Clifton. Oh, some. Second down, seven to go for Cedar Bluff. Hanley, a 42-6 win over Geneva. That's a final. Final now in Wadley, 48-14 over Galesville. Both of the county teams that aren't named Woodland are heading to the second round. Woodland looking to make it three for three tonight. They're up by eight with 5.46 to go here in the ballgame. We'll send a receiver in motion from left to right. Burleson will keep it on the left side. A little deception there. He spins, but he's brought down by David Knowles. Inside the 10, down to the nine-yard line. Gain of about seven on the play for uh, Cedar Bluff as they get ever closer to the end zone. I know it. I know it. We gotta. We gotta get a stop right here. One of the more. It looks like it's drives. gonna be first and goal. Uh, it will be first down and goal from the nine-yard line. One of the more methodical drives that Cedar Bluff has put together here in this ball game. Got to get something big right here for the Bobcat defense. Got to tighten up right here. First and goal, Burleson rolling out to the left side. He cuts back up the middle. He gets stuffed around the five-yard line. Gain of only about four on the play for the Cedar Bluff quarterback. That's about the fourth time or fifth time they've called that play this drive. I mean, uh, they're going to make us stop it. The one thing that they are doing, though, they are chewing up a lot of field, but they are chewing up a lot of clock. They've got four minutes and 40 seconds left, trying to do whatever they can to get on the board, hopefully get the two-point conversion and give Woodland less time to make something happen. Woodland on top, 28 to 20 with four and a half to go in this ball game. Burleson takes the snap, hands off, tail back up the middle inside the five. He goes, but he'll get stuffed at the three-yard line. Third and two, or uh, yeah, third and two right here from the two. Goal line defense in. You got to have your big guys. They got to create a new line of scrimmage in the backfield and and get a uh, get a stop. Meek on top of Ari. And you know there's going to be two plays to do it. Right now, if Woodland can hold on, looks like we're heading to Meek next Friday night. Shotgun Wildcat for the Tigers. It will be a direct snap to the tailback. There's a fumble like the on the play. Say the Bobcats have it. Say the Bobcats have it. A lot of Bobcats are pointing the other way. Let's hope it's true. Come on, make a call. Any call. Just say something. Does Woodland have the ball? They are discussing it. So that is good news. Woodland's still pointing at it. Woodland's Bobcats got the ball! They've got the football inside the five-yard line. They stopped Cedar Bluff. Third down and goal from the five. Wow, wow, wow. That is the fifth, count them, fifth turnover this Bobcat defense has created what a, tonight. What a break right there. Let's get this thing out of our end zone. Holy smokes, Woodland. 
They've got a long way to go, but it doesn't matter if they can hang on to it for another three and a half minutes. Just get out of the shadow of your own end zone, run the clock out, and we'll go to Meek next weekend. Holy smokes. Shotgun set Jackson Lover. He'll call for it. He'll hand off Parker Woodham. He'll go left side inside the uh, – doesn't get much on the play. Looks like he gets down to about the three-yard line, so only a gain of about one. It's okay. It's a little bit uh, further away from that goal line. And the clock's running. Cedar Bluff, according to the scoreboard, two timeouts left. Don't want to burn them right now. That's a good call on Coach Allen Beckett. Shotgun set again, sidecar left. Parker Woodham lines up to Jackson Lubber. Letting the play clock now get inside 10. They've got it 6-5. It will be Parker Woodham bouncing out to the left side. He's got space. Closer to the 10, he goes. And they'll get down to the seven-yard line. It's about three-yard play for Parker. Getting another four right here would be nice to get this first down. Way we're not punting out of the end zone. Have the ball at the eight-yard line, I believe. Needs to get to the 12. Two minutes and 11 seconds to go. Seven seconds on the play clock. Two in the backfield this time. Parker will get it as he's lined up left side. Oh, he's he got a little bit. Tackle. He's at the 20. Go, Parker. 25. Out of bounds he goes. Homestar Mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats. They are going to say he went down to the 25-yard line. Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Oh, we're under two minutes, Taylor. Can you feel it? That was a 17-yard rush there by Parker Woodham. One minute and 43 seconds to go in this one. As we mentioned, Meek over R.A. Hubbard right now in the fourth quarter at our last update, 46 to 20. If we hang on, we will see you in Meek next Friday night. Shotgun set, handoff, Parker Woodham left side. Just hang on to the ball, Parker. He gets to the 26-yard line. Only a gain of one, but they will keep the clock going. Coach Allen Beckett is calling for a timeout. And he's out on the field screaming at the white hat that he didn't get the timeout off in time. But a big play right here as he gets down to the 27-yard line. Only a gain of two on the play, but, hey, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take, we'll take it. it. We'll take it. And I told you I thought we'd find our way to Arley. Hey, we're going to do it. So I guess the thing is we need to start uh, planning on our way home tonight is what, what's the best eating spot in Arlen, Alabama? Yeah, yeah, we'll probably have to go over to probably, Colby. Probably the, the more important question is is where is Arlen, Alabama? It's over close to Colby. It's in, okay, not, not a bad trip. Yeah, not a bad trip yeah. over to the Coleman area. Woodland's had some success over in the Coleman area state uh, tournament or state uh, track meet last year. Yeah, Woodland yeah. had, had a handful little, of competitors there in Coleman. Had a little success. 
So uh, your daughter, Ella, uh, runner on the track team for Woodland. So you probably know all the spots in Coleman pretty well then, right? Well, you know, we were we were over at the field most of the time right uh, there, so we didn't get to see a whole lot. Probably a McDonald's or a Burger King or something like that maybe over there. Following the timeout, second down and nine to go. You can hear the cheerleaders below us getting loud, the fans below us getting loud. An upset is brewing here on Lake Weiss. Handoff, no, it's a keeper by Jackson. Jackson gets to the 30, bounces left side, 35. He'll slide down at the 39-yard line. First down and 10, Woodland Bobcats. Can you feel it? I can feel can it. Can you feel it, baby? I told you, it's magical. Down to the 39-yard line he goes, a gain of 12 for Mr. Lover. Tick away, clock, tick away. Inside a minute to go, 28-20, Bobcats on top. Cedar Bluff with one timeout left, play clock at 10. Lined up sidecar left in the shotgun set is Parker Woodham. The middle gets the handoff up the middle, gets to the 40, down to the 41. So a gain of one, but the clock continues to go. Coach Beckett calls his set, uh, final timeout of this ball game with 40 seconds to go. The only thing I can say right now, this Bobcat team has heart. They want this game, and I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them too. You know? I am proud of these guys for the fight that they've had tonight. Not yeah. only they they had a strong start, had adversity taken away from them a handful of times in this ball game. Oh, yeah. They didn't give away the lead. They didn't waver. They fought away back. They didn't hang their heads, as Coach Bear Armstrong has said a handful of times. They strap up their boots. They repair defenses. They have a short memory. And when you do all of those things right in that consecutive order, good things are going to happen. Good things you. happen. You have everything. I know uh, – when I went to the playoff meeting last weekend, um, we were we have to call out all the the scores. And uh, as Noah was sitting with me, he said, "Dad, I think we've got the 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 lowest record in the entire group here." And I said, "Playoffs, we're all zero. Playoffs, we're all zero zero. Let's go, Bobcat! Cheers raining from our side of the field. Mix that in with a little cowbell, and it's the sweetest sound you can ever hear. And the best formation in football. That victory V is flying. And there's going to be a and flag, that's an unnecessary stupid penalty on the Cedar Bluff Tigers. And number three, that is Preston Burtz. Get him off the field. Yeah, that Get was, him off that the was field. pretty bad. Preston Burt, when you see the victory formation, you just stand up. Yeah. He somehow blew through Woodland's offensive line and tackled Jackson Lovern after he took a knee. Get him off the field. Yeah. Uh, that needs to be a, a, one of those fines that comes from the High School Athletic Association. Unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. I mean, what what do you have to gain from doing something like that? Is what I want to know. Yeah, yeah. And that's the ball game. Clock ticking down. Five, four, three, two, one. Cats win, baby. 
Cats win. As a four seed at three and seven, people have said all week, what is Woodland at three and seven doing in the playoffs? This is why they're here. This is why they are here. This is why you play it on. This is why you play the game and leave it on the field because any day something could happen. I mean, they're the one seed in their region. We're the four seed, and we come in and take this game from them. Your final score, 28 to 20. Cedar Bluff falls to our Woodland Bobcats here at home, or here at uh, the home of the Tigers, L.D. Bruce Field. To say that the Bobcats fought hard and earned this game is probably the understatement of the year. I don't think I can say anything that comes close to what these guys did tonight. No, no, a lot of heart, a lot of effort. They gave it their all tonight, and uh, guess what? They're going to live another round this week. That's right. The last we thing we saw, 46-20, Meek on top of the R.A. Hubbard Chiefs, so it looks like we'll be on the road again next week. And I can't wait. I can't either. I'm excited. That's going to be a great game. Uh, it's going to be great to travel up there and, and uh, have a chance to play those guys. Uh -oh. Can't say enough how proud we are. Oh, Any final comments before we get out of here tonight? You know, the turnovers were the big key. Uh, both sides, you know, every time we uh, they we had turnovers, they had turnovers, and we usually led to some points or, or at least big plays. Uh, I was glad momentum kind of swung back our direction and we were able to get that stop at the goal line on that fumble. Just absolutely incredible what we saw here tonight. We knew they had it in them all year long, but on the stage when it really matters, the Bobcats did it. That's it. You got to peak at the right time. And that's exactly what they are doing. Uh, we mentioned it a little bit in the broadcast at the beginning of the part. Everything that didn't go right against Horseshoe Bend went right tonight. There were even times where Cedar Bluff gave us the fight of their life. Woodland went down for a second, but they got right back up. Didn't didn't give up a lead at all, oh. uh, if I'm not mistaken. They held on the lead the entire time. That big first quarter really helped out. And uh, at the end of the day, as uh, Coach Blair Armstrong said in his show this week, that anything can happen. Anything can happen. You don't know anything about Cedar Bluff coming into this game. They don't know anything about you. It's not like, oh, we have a history with, say, Ranburn, Randolph County, Wadley, some of these other local teams that we have, and we know for a fact, hey, we've got a chance to win, or hey, we don't have a chance to win. It doesn't matter here in the HSAA playoffs. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can do you, – you know, like I said, it's magical, and, any, and you said anything can happen, and that's exactly what it is. I mean, you could you could be three and seven, and you can go all the way. Um you know, it, it's 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 happened before. We're three and four seed teams make it all the way to the state play, uh, championship game, and uh, it's possible. Hey, uh, you got any plans Friday night? Hey, you know what I'm gonna be? Where? Up around Coleman. Up around Coleman. And we'll going see to, to Meek High School. Hey, that's right. Looking forward to that as well. Again, the last score we had, 46-20, uh, Meek over R. A. Hubbard. That looks like that is where Woodland will be going next week. Tonight's broadcast of Woodland Bobcat football on iSchool Sports Network was powered by the Knowles Group and fueled by Southern Union State Community College. The final score tonight, Woodland 28, Cedar Bluff 20. Woodland advances in the round two of the AHSAA playoffs while Cedar Bluff's great season that ended in a regular season uh, region title 
comes to a close. You can read more about tonight's game by picking up a copy of the Randolph Leader available Wednesday. You can also listen to the replay of this broadcast or any iSchool Sports Network production on demand on SoundCloud. Just search iSchool Sports Network. Next week, the journey to the blue map continues as the Bobcats will travel to Meek High School in round two of the AHSAA playoffs. Uh, no matter where we are or where we play, you can always count on the iSchool Sports Network to be there for complete coverage of round two. So for my broadcast partner, Brett Waits, I'm Taylor Jones, saying thank you for making Bobcat football and iSchool Sports Network a part of your night. Until next time, good night, celebrate this win, and go Cats. <laughs>